Hey guys, on this episode of the Next Screen Podcast, we talk about Nepo Babies and what we've watched recently. Spoilers ahead and enjoy the episode. <laughs> hey guys, welcome back to the Next Screen Podcast. I'm Jeremy. And I'm Melissa. And we have our special guest, Joe Marco. Oh, didn't see you there. <laughs> and as always, our producer, Martin. Hello. on today's episode we're going to be talking about two topics nepo babies and what we've seen recently nepotism babies baby let's fucking get it if you don't know what a nepotism baby is google it better yet i'll google it right now give me five minutes five minutes to google (laughs) (laughs) typing's hard typing's hard martin can you turn over nepotism babies all right so let's see (laughs) <laughs> oh my god. What's a nepotism baby to you, Alyssa? Nepotism baby is just someone who was basically in terms of Hollywood, which is what we're gonna be talking about specifically. A nepotism baby is someone who was born into a family that's already prevalent in the industry. Maya Hawk, for example. Of Ethan Hawk and Uma Thurman fame. Yes. Yes. <laughs> not their not of their fame. <laughs> yeah. Um of their n- conception. Nepotism. Yeah, Nepotism is bad. (laughs) (laughs) Well, nepotism has been like a pretty prevalent topic of conversation within the past like year. But I feel like it's been getting a lot of buzz just within the last like six months or so because everyone is starting. I don't know why Uh, it took everyone so long to realize that Hollywood is just fueled with like everyone who's been in the like their families who have been in the industry for Years and years and years well, and years and years. People knew it was just an article. I'm looking up now. I think it was the Vulture that they just like did another article again, and everyone just sparked it up again. Because us as humans, we like to have things be brought up all the time. Yeah, we love tea. And we're like, oh yeah, we forgot about that. But because mm. time is a flat circle. Sure. I don't know how you forget about that, but time is a. Well, no, it's not that they didn't forget. It's just like you know when issues. The issues are always issues, but once they're brought up again, that's when everyone decides to care about them. Yeah. Sure. And then, then another issue is brought up, and that issue is like pushed aside for exactly. like five years, and then it gets brought up again. Exactly. It's just a We're in a fourth turning. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so we wanted to talk about nepotism babies today because I just need them to stop acting like they had to work as hard as the people that weren't in the industry. You know what I mean? Damn. What? No, I, I just, I just Every nepotism baby. And this is also a thing is that a lot of interviewers now, like um, when people are doing press or like doing an interview for a magazine or something, they'll ask whoever they're interviewing, like, how do you feel about the nepotism baby discourse and like this and that? And then, these nepotism babies will start talking about how they had to work just as hard, if not harder, because their family was already in the industry and, you know, they were, they're trying to set themselves apart from this and that. And I'm like, okay, first of all, <laughs> you are not like, if you're born into the industry, you are n- in no way are you working harder than someone who just like, is an everyday Joe and is just trying to break into the industry. You know what I mean? It reminds me like like people like a prime example is I just remember this really. I was just like, what the fuck? When I read this Lily Rose Depp, 
Okay. Obviously, baby of Johnny Depp and Vanessa, I don't remember her last per- name. Paradis. Yeah. Who was a model and whatever. Lily Rose Depp um, did an interview where she's talking about how she says what all the nepotism babies say, where they had to work harder because they didn't want, like, their parents to hold them back and, like, this and that and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, girl, in what world is someone who is 5'3 and 15 walking in a Chanel fashion show? If you're not already born into the industry, like you did not, you probably walked onto the, like walked onto set and they were like, okay, you can open the fashion show. Like just because of who you are, you're not, if your parents weren't famous, you would not walk into a Chanel casting at five, three and open a Chanel fashion show. And that's just that on that. On God. So I'm just, and I also need people to stop asking nepotism babies how hard they work. (laughs) Like, we all know that they're born into privilege, and I think it's up to them. I mean, none of them are going to take, be like, yeah, I'm born, like, I'm born into privilege. They're all going to keep saying, no, I have to work hard and this and that. Take accountability and just realize that, like, yes, you're born into privilege. That's what's making everyone mad. Not that you're... I mean, some people are like, oh, I hate nepotism babies because they're meh. Some people are just like incels like that. But most people are not mad at the fact that you're born into it. Most people are mad at the fact that you're born into it, but you're not recognizing how privileged you are for that. Because there are some people like actors and actresses who work their ass off and have been trying to work for their entire lives who never get to where people like i don't know who's an example fucking kate hudson who was born who's an nepotism baby her mom is goldie hahn who's been working in the industry for years and years and years kate hudson who has been working for a long time is still working did not have to work as hard as someone who it was born in fucking ohio you know it does remind me, like, your your references to, like, their interviews are like, yeah, I worked so hard to, like, get to this point. It reminds me of, like, that one famous quote from a former president not too long ago that was like, yeah, I started off with a small loan of, like, a million dollars. Yeah. And it's like... Uh, <laughs> former, uh, a, a certain former president not too long ago. <laughs> My process of elimination. Obama. I think we're talking Obama. <laughs> it's just, like, I don't... Like... Sh- Sure, you have to work hard to a certain extent, but you have to, I don't know. In most cases, you have to work hard to do anything. Like, unless you're really, like, I mean, I'm sure that there's some example that I can't think of off the top of my head right now where someone who was born into the industry really didn't have to do shit and they just, like, walked onto set and is probably the worst actress you've ever seen but has, like... Is like really famous. Can you think of someone? Iris Apatow. Ooh. Apatow. Of the bubble fame. Of the bubble fame. Of the bubble fame. Oh, maybe. I haven't seen that. Me neither, but yeah, I just. She <laughs> <laughs> knows bad. It's so bad. But, like, I don't know. Who are, who are, who are more examples? 
I searched up uh, just nepotism, the word, and then <laughs> I, I clicked images, and there's like this diagram. There's like Lenny Lenny Kravitz and Zoe Kravitz. There's uh, Lily Rose and her mom, like Will Smith, Jaden Smith, Uma Thurman, like a hawk. Um, what's the guy? Willow and Jaden. Um, what's his name? Fuck from Knives Out. Um, Daniel Craig. Who's who, what, the girl from Fifty Shades? I always forget her name. Dakota Johnson. Dakota Johnson. Her Ryan, Ryan, not Ryan Johnson, but <laughs> her dad. It wasn't Knives Out. Who was her know. dad? Um, he's the one who was breaking up with Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Don Johnson. Don Johnson. Yeah, mm-hmm. he was supposed to be racist. Oh. You, he's supposed to be racist, or is he? He <laughs> supposedly. He always plays no, a racist. Always plays That's a racist. so in in the Watchmen show. He <laughs> plays. <laughs> a, uh, that's an, what I'm saying. An ancestor of the KKK. <laughs> I mean, a little spoiler, but mm-hmm. it's been three years. It's been three years, you know. It's only, uh, it's only been, uh, you know. Has it really been three years since The Washington came out? Probably more. Yeah. Well, I, it, I was in high school, I think. Oh, my God. Either that or it was like, I don't know. And you're 50 now. I'm 50. <laughs> <laughs> but um, Zoe Kravitz, I think, is like yeah, a good, good Nepo baby. Because, like, she hasn't been in, like, the most extravagant things mm-hmm. in regards to movies. Like, she's, she's had, like... Fun. C list. Well, yeah, the Batman now. Yeah, but but like rightfully guess, like, so though. She like she did yeah. like gradually go towards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It. It's not like she I didn't mean start everything. out with the Batman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So who's someone that like really started out with a bang? Who uh, was like she Jaden like, Smith, Miley Cyrus. Oh, that. Mm-hmm. With yeah. Hannah Montana, World Smash, and like <laughs> hey, her, wait, her wait, nepotism, her that's my childhood. Like, <laughs> you can't fucking hate on my childhood. Okay? Her nepotism was like a focus of the show too. She's yeah. like, yeah, Billy Ray Cyrus's daughter, and it's yeah. like actually Billy Ray Cyrus. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> oh my god, I never even thought about that. Hannah Montana's concept Hannah Montana is so insane. Dive. It's like I'm Billy Ray's daughter. It's However, just... no one knows that. <laughs> like the I'm concept, in disguise. The concept of Hannah Montana. She's is... a superhero. The concept of Hannah Montana. The concept of Hannah Montana is just Dolly Parton's life. Yeah. Yeah. I love it when she showed up. Mm, Dolly. Dolly Parton's great, though. Yeah. Oh, I stand Dolly Parton. So Miley Cyrus is big Nepo baby. Mm-hmm. But good Nepo baby. Because, yeah. I mean, like, after she the has whole a career, Disney yeah, thing, yeah. like, she's, yeah. you know. Lily Rose Depp, not a good Nepo baby. <sighs> and now she's replacing on a Taylor Joy and... In what? Nosferatu remake. Oh, oh really? What? No. Supposedly, cringe. there's there's a rumor that might not be true, and they're both That's in cringe. it. Oh wait, that, it's know. Robert Eggers. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Why would he wouldn't do that? <laughs> she's in it for sure, but it's still unknown if she's replacing Anya oh. or she's another role. She has to be. She should be another role. Yeah, I hope so. I don't think I've ever seen her like act in anything. Lily Rose Depp. Yeah. You haven't seen Voyagers. Sorry, mm. Colin Farrell <laughs> and no. I sure should have, and I fucking hated that movie. Me and Riley thought five that movie was five be, stars. It's basically so that that movie is basically it's it's uh, Lord of the Flies but in space, and wow. everyone just all like it's teenagers and Colin Farrell's the the father figure of you know he's raising these kids in space and then he ends up dying and the whole thing is like the kids are regulated on these drugs, so they can just operate as like regular human like machines basically and then somebody's like let me not take this drug oh my god i'm really horny oh my god i have emotions and then that was just you know everyone's just like losing their shit because he's like we're off the meds we're fucking <laughs> we're killing each other it's so cool <laughs> and then yeah so so is lily rose depp like a good actress no okay i don't i, I don't <laughs> fucking think so i mean i like do the not whole, the, whole, the whole joke of when it was rumored that she was replacing on taylor joy was that it went from like oscar contention to uh vma contention yeah i saw that and i was like 
No, no, no. Not even Golden Globe. Like, it <laughs> just went all the way down. Well, because they also replaced the actor, too, right? Well, Nicholas Holt and Robert Pattinson isn't as far of a difference. Yeah. You know? I mean, yeah. yes, but... Pattinson. Is Wait, so is Pattinson coming in or leaving the project? Left. Apparently. No. Appar- but again, it's the same thing of Anya Taylor-Joy. Like, did Nicholas Holt get a different role or is he replacing Robert? You know? I hope he's replacing. I love Robert Pattinson. What? You hope Nicholas Holt <laughs> is replacing yeah. him? No, not replace. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> so you want Nicholas Holt gone and Robert Bobby P to take take Ro- his place? Bobby P was already there. Oh, okay. Yeah. And Nicholas Holt is replacing him. Maybe. I kind of like that though. I just I'm just a fan of I, Nicholas Holt. Get them all four on the screen. Wait, yeah, would true. Robert Pattinson oh, just be get all them? Nosferatu? Like a full circle know. of his career. He'd be so sexy. We don't even know Again. if he's in the movie still. So like, we obviously don't know which role he's doing. Fair. No one knows um, what's happening basically with yeah. Nosferatu. I think they finally. St- I don't know if they finally started. But anyway, back to nepotism. Jaden <laughs> Smith. Thoughts on Jaden Smith? Yo, After Earth. I Dude, think Jaden. I think Jaden Smith is a good nepotism baby. Why? And here is why. Because he's actually <laughs> doing things with his money and fame True. to help people. Go crazy. Water thing, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. like he's. Um, what it, is it? Just water? Is that his brand? No, it's <laughs> oh, called just water. I thought you were yeah. saying it's is just, he just water. Doing My water? name is Jaden Smith. <laughs> no, it's just water. Yeah, yeah, it's just water. Just water. So he's sponsor us. <laughs> sponsor us for <laughs> listeners who don't know what just water is. Basically, Jaden Smith <laughs> launched this uh, water company to bring w- clean water to parts of America and I'm sure parts of the entire world yeah. that don't have access to clean water Mm -hmm. which is a great thing to do with your inheritance fame and your money as someone who's born into fame and born into money that's a nice thing to give back not saying that like if you're rich and famous you have to give back but it's just like what are you doing with what are you doing with billions and billions and billions and billions and billions and billions of dollars that you're not even going to use in your entire lifetime? Jeffrey Bezos. <laughs> That's you what invest. I don't stand. You help the economy, <laughs> apparently. But it's just By like... cutting their checks. <laughs> you're ha- you have all this money that you don't even know what to do with. That's just sitting. Yeah. Why not do something that's actually going to benefit the rest of the world? Mm-hmm. In my opinion. Do we think Willow Smith, the sister of Jaden Smith and daughter of Will and Jada Pinkett Smith, is that good Nepo baby? Yeah. I don't really know what she does. She besides sings. Sing. Yeah, she's, she's good. Table she's talk. a great ne- Nepo baby because she brought, I went my hair back up, I went, you know, one of the yeah. bangers of the <laughs> decade. But I think she's also not one of those Nepo babies that's like in your face being mm-hmm. like, oh, my God, I'm so rich. Yeah. I'm so famous. Oh, my God. I, d- I had to work so hard to get here. I'm like, no, you didn't. <laughs> no, you didn't. I feel like interviewers just say that to bait them. Like, either way, they're going to fail. You they know? just want headlines. Yeah, they want headlines. Yeah. They want, oh, so-and-so said what? But I think if you're asking, how do you feel about the nepotism discourse? If they just say, I acknowledge my privilege and I'm very grateful for it and I understand that because my parents or because whoever I'm attached to is this prevalent figure in the industry, I understand that that got me to where I am and I accept that, 
and I'm very grateful and thankful for it. That's all they have to say. They don't have to sit there and be like, I have to work just as hard as these nobodies, <laughs> okay, these <but> peasants. <laughs> like, what, what gets you more headlines, though? I mean... All press is good press. Yeah. Usually. Sure. But we're not talking about the interviewers. No, I know. I'm, th- I'm talking about the actors themselves. Well, the like, actors really care about the headlines, though. They're sort of just like... Because that's more eyes on them. Yeah. I can love the hate watch. In some circumstances, yeah. yes, but I feel like all the people that are being asked are just like, no. They don't really, they care more about defending themselves than they do. Yeah. It, and I also don't too. think, I don't think that most of the people that are being asked or most of the people that are talking out about it in general recognize their privilege in that way. When they're, when, cause I feel like they're, a lot of them are just like, well, I had to work too. Like I had to audition and this and that. And it's like, yes, you did. No one's taking that specifically away from you. But all people are saying is you didn't have to work as hard as someone who's not already born into it. And it's the people that are being like, I'm working harder <coughs> than because I have to differentiate myself from my family like no at the end of the day even if you're trying to differentiate yourself from your family people are still going to hire you just because you're a name you know well you know who differentiated themselves from their family lily collins i did not know she was phil collins daughter i knew that i don't know if she really differentiated herself her last name is collins well it's sure but like i was talking about career-wise I mean, yeah. could have easily been like, I'm yeah. a singer too. Yeah. I think she, I Did think she? that's like, I think that's like one, of, one of her like talents is that she can sing. But of course, well, that's different yeah. than like a yeah. pursuing it. Because was it, um, I could have sworn in, 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 what's her show? The fucking Emily in Paris. Emily in Paris. I think she has like a singing thing. Oh, really? Yeah. So I'm like, dude, what does the she? Fuck? <laughs> um, for like, for like maybe like one episode, I think. Or like, it's probably like, oh, karaoke. I'm really good at karaoke. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that like the show, though? It's like, oh, this thing. Uh, (laughs) Oh, wait, I'm in Paris. (laughs) But you know what I mean? Like, I I, I do like when uh, Nepo babies kind of pursue a different passion than, like, their parent. Like Frank Ocean. I think it's also different, too, when your parents aren't necessarily, (laughs) like, I don't know. Because I'm sure that there's parents in Hollywood who are, who aren't, like, pushing their children to go into the industry you know Mm. um obviously they're the kids who are like oh well i want to be an actor or whatever and then the parents are like well i'm gonna help you and then that's when it's like okay like i was watching oh what was i oh i was watching keeping up with the kardashians bear with me i was watching keeping up with the kardashians i was watching (laughs) keeping up with the kardashians and it was toward um it was like right when kendall jenner was like i want to be a model i want to do this i want to do that and so she goes to her mom and she's like mom i want to be a model and immediately chris goes okay let me make a few calls and then like two episodes later she has a modeling gig with teen vogue and i went oh (laughs) my god and then kendall jenner is one of those people who loves to say, I had to work hard, if not harder, 
than everyone else in my career because of who my family is. And it's like, bitch, no, you did not. <laughs> First of all, like she and she's like 16, 17 in those clips, like modeling for Teen Vogue. And it's like, sure, you could get there, but you probably wouldn't have gotten there with no experience. And if your mom didn't have connections in the industry. I think you just hate Nepo models. No. It's like all you're coming after right now. Okay, because I, I said <laughs> two examples. I mean, there are... It was just a joke, but okay. Uh, oh, my God. Whatever. Jack Quaid, son yeah. of Dennis Quaid. And? Thoughts? Oh, and I don't know his mom. Meg Ryan. Who's Meg Ryan? Meg Ryan's his mommy? Yeah. I don't know who Meg Ryan is. Queen of rom-coms 90s. Oh. Uh, She's in When Harry Met Sally. Uh, the two... The two... Um, Movies that she did with uh, Tom Hanks, this in Seattle, and he had another one. In the I 90s. see. I forgot what it's called right now, but yeah. I don't really she know anything about Dennis Quaid or Jack Quaid. <laughs> he's so in Boys. The Boys. The Boys. And in Five Crazy. Oh, he's a Nepo baby. He's a Nepo baby. Oh, it's almost like wow. we just said it. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't realize Dennis Quaid. That Dennis Quaid in the Boys. Yeah. Yeah. Five Crazy. I don't baby. know. I don't know if he's a good actor. He does well. Yeah, because like I'm like <laughs> like watching season. He's three. good enough. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. he's yeah, he's good enough. I think watching season three of the boys, I was just like, there's this questionable fight part parts. I'm like, hmm, hmm, but you know, I I do like him. Yeah, like he, that's that's what it is. He's likable. Yeah, yeah, and like that's all he needs to be. Yeah, that's so all. What, yeah. What are your opinions on the Skarsgård family? Because it's literally like all good. I kind of love them. Nepo okay. family. Nepo yeah, the Nepo family. family is Nepo like literally family. But like their talent. Earns it, and also yeah. their willingness yeah. to go weird. Yeah, I yeah. Think. yeah. Okay. So, like, when you when you talk about nepotism, like that should be like the one of the first things you think of is that family because yeah. there's so freaking many of them. I think there's yeah. four totals, like the three siblings and yeah. then the father are the main. I think I there's, there's going to be four a, siblings. Yeah, there's going to be a fourth sibling if there if there isn't already. That's like going up the ranks. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Um, so like that should be, but the way that they're First of all, we don't even know how many of they are, which is not like that's good thing. scary. <laughs> <laughs> They're, They're just gr- making them in a lab. <laughs> yeah. They're growing. It's a it's a good thing that it's like that. Whereas like with the Kardashians, you know, yeah. If you, I can oh. count them all. Yeah. You got Courtney, <laughs> Chloe. <laughs> anyway, um, and the fact that they all do different, like they are all actors, but even though they themselves have a varied career, they themselves are varied to each other, which mm-hmm. is kind of yeah. They're just touching every corner. Yeah. Yeah. It's because they're European. Amen. (laughs) (laughs) I also think. I'm glad both of our jokes bombed. (laughs) I also think people have problems with nepotism babies, especially the ones who just are not talented. Yeah. Like if you're a shit actor, like a shit model, or like what shit at whatever it is that you're pursuing, and the only reason you're getting these roles is because of who you're mom and dad are it's just like oh my god fucking drop off the face of the planet um are the hemsworth brothers do we like their parents aren't famous but they're all no how many hemsworth there's two right there's three there's three three? yeah there's one that's only famous in australia Mm -hmm. i think that's why it's like if you were to play the like oh it's it's the family and that's why they're like you know that's why they're nepo family Mm mm-hmm I'm, I say that's not true because the older brother is not like a big star as his younger brothers are. Because well, it's the oldest that's the least famous. 
the and older Hemsworth? one. Really? Yeah. You think Chris Hemsworth's like the least famous? No, he's not the oldest. Luke. Who's the old? Oh, Let's Luke see. is the home oldest. That yeah. is true. Is the he? oldest one's the one is, that played is the Chris shortest. Hemsworth yeah. in the Forget stage about, play of Thor. In that's Thor. why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's true. That so is that's true. That's why I bring, like, yeah, yeah. I'd say. It, now it's their children, which we're seeing that already. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. Hemsworth, uh, Chris, uh, Chris's daughter was in uh, yeah, yeah. Ragnarok. Um, yeah. Love and Thunder. So. Starting to happen. I haven't seen the younger Hemsworth brother in anything recently. Yeah. What was like the most yeah, recent thing? Because he's canceled. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say Miley broke his heart, but yeah, either way. Whatever. Miley he's broke not a his good, heart. He's not a good man. Have you seen the Hunger he Games? He's a Miley's dick heart. in the Hunger Games. Well, like, his character is him in real life. Thank you. <laughs> so he sucks? Sofia Coppola. And maybe did we confirm? Yeah, did we Nic- confirm earlier. Nicholas Cage is a Coppola baby. Yes. Nicholas Cage is a Coppola. I don't believe you. I don't like check yeah. it. Fuck it. Well, Google it. Yeah. Google, Google that shit right now. It's true. He's open about it. He's like, yeah, I, he's like, he changed his name because he didn't want to be associated <laughs> too often. Good for him. Nicholas Cage might be a good example of nepotism, baby. Maybe. Oh, he's the nephew. Oh, he's a nephew. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was like, he, there's oh. no way he's the actual son. Yeah, but he's still a Coppola we, baby. He, he is, but like I'm saying, to the to that degree, yeah, is like absolutely insane that neither me nor John would have heard of it. You know what I mean? But yeah, that makes more sense to be the nephew of it. Yeah. Nicholas Cage is probably like one of the best actors alive at the moment. Just oh my god! I mean, <laughs> I don't think I don't think Burton's wrong. I think I he don't. Is. He's he's not like my. I don't love Nicholas Cage, but I think you know, he's you know. He's done things. Like yeah. next. He's definitely done National things. National Treasure. That's for sure. <laughs> and uh, all, all Con great Air. Act, yeah, Con Air. Get the fuck <laughs> Jack Quaid could do Con Air. That was Con Air hair that just walked by. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the same thing, too. <laughs> um, shout out to Alex. So, Sofia Coppola, director of Virgin Suicides. The bling, bling ring. ring. <laughs> what else? What else? A lot. Okay. What, like <laughs> what? Um. What's what, uh, Alyssa? Alyssa loves the Sofia beguiled. Coppola. What? For no reason. The Beguiled. Which huh? was like, her first movie I saw of hers. Lost in I, Translation. I, I oh. Want. Um. Oh yeah, Lost in Translation. Marie Antoinette. Marie Antoinette. I went with my. The cousin. Beguiled. That's literally what I'm <laughs> trying to talk about right now. <laughs> <laughs> Speak your truth. It's gone. You went with your cousin. Oh, my cousin. We thought it was going to be like a horror movie because that's how it was marketed. We were wrong. <laughs> we were wrong. Literally, the trailer is like the first five minutes and the last 30. I'm like, oh, it's very slow. I'm surprised he stayed, if I'm being honest, because he, he like cars more that year. Cars 3. <sighs> wow. <laughs> well, car, cars 3 is the cars best cars is, movie. is a good movie. doesn't mean it's better than The Beguiled. Um, I forget about this every time Sofia Coppola directed a White Stripes music video. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like, she's her favorite. No. I think Sofia Coppola is fine. She kind of just vibes, I feel like. I guess, but like I just don't <laughs> think like her movies are like like Good. she's got Virgin <laughs> Suicide. That's that's I mean, I want to see Marie Antoinette. Antoinette. I want to see Marie Antoinette. I do want to see Lost in Translation too. And Lost in Me Translation. Too. Um the, I'm worried it might the be The Bling overhyped. Ring is cinema that and you're movie just a hater. It's fucking bad. You're just that movie so ring. bad. You're a hater. Terrible biopic movie. Pull up the Metacritic. It's cinema. It yeah, I just. I see. mean, it's gonna have a bad rating. <laughs> it's a cult. It's a cult movie. Cult movies can have good ratings. 
sure, but the guest, this one the is guest not. has good movie, uh, good ratings. Yeah, I remember I looked that up. A good movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what. It, okay, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, Paris Hilton for the Bling Ring. Let them film in her house. That's pretty iconic. You know what's funny? So you know how that's um, hot. She, you know, she was married to Spike Jones, mm-hmm. of you know, director of her and all that stuff. Who? Spike Jones. No, who was married to Spike Jones? Sofia Coppola. Oh, and who so is Spike Jones? He's the director <laughs> of her. So apparently, Timothy Charlemagne is also an Uppo baby, but not to the same degree as one of the Coppolas. Like Martin, I was talking. It's <laughs> 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 okay, Martin. Like, we'll come back to Timmy. <laughs> talked over me when I was talking about the movie. He yeah. Brought up. So Spike <laughs> Jones. He directed the Otis music video for uh, Kanye West and uh, Jay-Z. It's quite, quite, quite funny that you have Spike Jones who directed that music video and then Sofia Coppola who did a White Stripes unreleased music video. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, hold it up, yeah. This is this in Lost in Translation. Her in Lost in Translation. Every, everyone knows. It's like the... I didn't love her. It's the... You're, gonna, you're probably going to like Lost in Translation more. Because like Amazing. it's the same story, but it's just a different tr- perspectives. Like they wrote it about each other. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So it's oh, like it's he like went weird. This though. is Spike Jones's like perception of like his marriage or whatever with her, and then Sofia Coppola's is Lost in Translation. Oh my god! Oh Rudy really? Mara. Yeah. That's cool. Rudy like Mara. That's different. so Sophia interesting. Coppola. That's good casting. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's right. Weird. I like that. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. Um. I don't know. I and like nepotism babies who kind of just vibe. And he worked with her cousin. Nicholas Cage? Yeah, in Adaptation, Spike Jones worked with oh. Nicholas Cage. That's funny. Hey, yo. That's, a, that's a familial connection right there. Goes up to Spike Jones. Dude, I hate Sophia. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so, so happy for you. So happy. Yeah, my cousin sucks. <laughs> like, God, that's why I changed my last name. <laughs> nice. Um, I, d- I changed my name to Nicholas Cage because I didn't want to be... In Locked cage. in a cage of what the Cop- Coppola family name. Uh, what was really funny about the vulture nepotism um, baby article, though, is that they have people in there that they're calling nepotism babies, but it's like the most mundane like parent that's in the industry. Like they'll be like, "Oh, this person's a nepotism baby because they're." one of their parents is a script supervisor. And it's like, no, that's not no, yeah. that's not what anyone <laughs> means. What, what I mean, it, who are you talking about? It's not to say that they wouldn't be able to help like start them off. Not to the same degree as like Yeah, no. The Smith. They'd be able Coppola. to like like get yeah, yeah. But um <laughs> said the Smith. Oh. I thought you were talking about the baby. But now now that <laughs> child became a script supervisor, then is it like more Nepo baby realm because their parent was a script supervisor. I would say so. Okay. Zoe Dutch. Deutsch. Who's Deutsch. The, who's the parent? Dude, Leah Thompson. And oh her dad's yeah. A director. Oh, she does yeah, have yeah, some yeah. famous parents. Dude, her full name is Zoe Francis Chaya Thompson Deutsch. She doesn't have a good reputation in Hollywood, from what I hear. But I kind of like her reputation though. <laughs> like I love her. <laughs> Oh, yeah, she yeah. was in Zach you and Cody. You just think she's hot. Dude, she's so hot. Yeah, that's the you only think she's reason hot too. why you can... No, yeah, but I think she's but a good actress. I think like... she's a good actress, too. She's fine. Yeah, well, you just haven't seen her in a lot of things. I have. Okay? I've seen Everything. Vampire Academy. I've seen... Okay. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. That's, that's I've seen Why Him with James Franco. He's, she's in that? Yeah. Interesting. Before, have you seen Before I Fall? I think so, but it's, I don't remember anything about that it. That movie is so interesting to me. Well, like, so she's like a good Nepo baby in the sense that she's not really 
like famous famous she's still like c-list b-list you know oh sure okay hold on i found the section you're talking about in that article it just says industry babies it's not nepo babies but it's in an article about nepotism babies because a lesser cousin of the nepo baby didn't inherit the famous name but did inherit connections and knowledge of the business. So it does. I think that's just like. Sure. It specifies that it's different. That's the point. It's like when you're making an argument and you bring up the other side to bolster your argument of like, hey, there's also this thing to think about. Well, that's it's not it. necessarily like saying it literally isn't under another title called industry babies. Like it, there's a big, bold line. The design on this is amazing because there's a break in the article. That's the whole point of it. So I'm, I'm, it I'm sounds like confused. a circles to spheres sort of thing where it's like not all circles are spheres, but all spheres are circles. <laughs> sort of. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's like saying something's related to it. So this. Like, so what a, you're it's, saying. It's what they do in scientific articles all the time. Mm-hmm. So this is saying that it's just these are just industry babies rather yeah. than like. So like what's the difference? I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Because I'm it's not. They didn't inherit a famous name. Or like uh-huh. the biggest connections, but they're still in the business and they're able to learn easier, you know. So like, what's it's an like example? if I became a teacher, I technically be an industry baby because my mom was a cafeteria manager, and I did like there was a point in my life where she was able to set up like connections mm-hmm. to me possibly working at the schools that she was working at. Yeah. So like, like would would okay? Yeah. Interesting. So, like, with the Kardashians, would that be more of industry babies? No, because they were famous as hell. They had their okay. own show and everything. So, it'd be like and if, their, their if, dad if, was if famous Kim, before they if were. If Kim Kardashian's mom was a reality show runner. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. you can't name, I, I can guarantee you, you probably can't name any reality show runner. Yeah. So, therefore, there's no fame. But yeah. they still have the connection. Or, like, they still have the knowledge of the industry. So, more so, like, in. industry babies are more so, like, producers. Like, would you say mm-hmm. that? It's Producers like are pretty produ- rich. And well, a lot yeah, of them are the famous. It's a script. Not all of, all of them, world. but yes. Exactly. <laughs> like, a, uh-huh. a first AD is probably the highest position you gotcha. can go. Okay. Interesting. Because I, I like that this is brought up. Because this is also, like, you can kind of play, not play around, but you can bring up this. Like, the Jonah Hill and uh, Beanie Feldstein. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, or, like, their Hemsworth would probably be good in this section. Yeah. Because, like, or I guess not the baby part, but, like familial connections to it whereas the oldest brother he got into tv and stuff in australia yeah chris hemsworth was chris hemsworth was able to you know trampoline off that and do bigger and better yeah so like liam hemsworth not so much bringing it back to timothy charlemagne he, what he followed under industry because you say charlemagne charmander so <laughs> it's, it's actually yeah it's actually um tomathan <laughs> Char- well, Char- Char- Charmander. <laughs> Charmander. His mother was yeah. a Broadway dancer, and his father's an editor. So neither of yeah. them are specifically. Like well, that's why he got into exactly. Julie, Juilliard. Or yeah, but he didn't go to Juilliard. He didn't. No. Could, mm. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, okay. whatever. He went he, to the Fame High School. He went to Laguardia. Oh, so that's okay. So sorry. That. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, but yes, that would to me that would be more of an industry baby, not a nepo baby, because even though the dad was an editor, the mom had fame but in a different kind of field i'd say like well enough to work. but was she famous or did she just work in well either way that would help the argument then it's like it's like a dance mom no but i'm saying yeah. like her being famous in broadway is different than her just being someone in broadway sure so martin as we were kind of vamping and giving you time were you able to check that i'm checking that now <laughs> um, okay he's checking that now he didn't <laughs> think that time you guys want to like, hear a fun fact 
Sure. I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. John Marco is a nepotism baby. Jesus. So, fun fact. I His am. dad is Jack White. <laughs> my father is Jack. <laughs> Caitlin. Nepotism. Oh, oh, yes. Caitlin, Caitlin Murray. She's in, she's in Nicolas Cage. She's in Nicolas Cage. <laughs> so, um, you guys know Gerard Way of uh, My Chemical Romance? Is your father. So, <laughs> so Gerard Way and Joe Rogan are distant cousins. Oh. That's so, it's so funny. Like, huh. in hi- like, not in high school. Like a couple years ago, me and my friends from high school found out, and like that, like we just joke around about mm-hmm. it like all the time to this day. So it's like it's not nepotism, but like yeah. it, it's funny it's how they both kind of are in the <laughs> constant circulation yeah. of. I got a good mm-hmm. one. Yeah, um, Residente, which is a reggaeton artist from Puerto Rico, mm-hmm. cousins with Lin Manuel Miranda. Really? Yeah, <laughs> that's. <laughs> and like they they found out I think through like an interview because I don't know like however something like that mm-hmm. happens like. Really? That's my cousin. Like yeah, yeah. it was like someone else basically mm-hmm. kind of found that connection for them, and then they went to like a family reunion thing, and they're like, "Have you heard of?" It? And he's like, "Yeah, that's your cousin or whatever." And he's like, "What?" And then he they got together, and then uh, Lin was featured on the song with Residente. That's funny. That was yeah. That was Another one, Larry David and uh, what's his name, Bernie Sanders. They're cousins. Larry David really? King, like the talk show host, that. he plays his cousin all the time on SNL. Um, Larry David. Not the talk show host, not okay. Larry King, Larry David, right? Is that his name? I don't fucking watch. I don't watch Kirby Enthusiasm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Larry, cool. d- uh, the creator, co-creator of Seinfeld. Seinfeld. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Larry David on SNL would always play yeah. Bernie around it's the election. Pretty good. Which I guess not. It's just like, hey, I'm playing my cousin. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. That's pretty cool. Caitlin Murray, distant <laughs> cousins with Jack White. Thank you. I'm wearing a Jack White hoodie right now. Did you guys see that? <laughs> Did you guys see that um, Haley Bieber got photographed and she was wearing a shirt that said Nepo Baby on it? Swag. And everyone was dragging her. Why? Through the mud. At, from what I gathered, everyone was dragging her because she's a nepotism baby, but not like, not like a nepotism baby that really does anything yeah yeah (laughs) like she's kind of just like there and she gets modeling gigs because she's a nepotism baby Mm -hmm. but not because she's really like i don't know like the most she really does is like hang out with the kardashians and like do a victoria's secret ad so everyone was dragging her because she's a nepotism baby but she doesn't like go into her full nepotism power to like get a role or like do random shit like she's just there a boring nepotism <laughs> baby yeah. so everyone was like this would be c- iconic if it was like someone with a bigger influence or something it would it would have been better if if it was a nepo baby that fucking mattered <laughs> so it's like and like people are dragging um brooklyn beckham mm-hmm. for being a nepotism baby but being a bad nepotism baby because he like thinks he's good at everything but he's not at all so mm-hmm. like he made like a photography book or something, but all of the pic and he like calls himself a photographer and a chef, but like he'll post videos of him cooking or something, and everyone's like, "That's the worst food I've ever seen." Dude, that's the mac and cheese. Or the and he made like that's a photography book or something, but like all of the pictures were like out of focus or like the most boring <laughs> picture you've ever seen in your life, and it's like, okay, well, <laughs> have like, ever seen? What are you talking about? Have you ever watched the rest of the development? No. Well, one of the Michael bro- Sarah nepotism baby. <gasps> Is but, he? I don't know. I'm just kidding. One of the <coughs> one of the brothers in that show fits that description super well. His character is literally like the youngest child in the family and has like 
degrees and all this stuff and it's just sort of like they just paid for his education yeah he doesn't really know how to do anything yeah um timothy chalamet confirmed by the article in uh industry baby industry baby industry yeah. plant the gentleman nephew of the director of leprechaun 2 wow well no that's not that's not an industry baby at that point leprechaun 2 is like like monumentous like point of cinema history but that's what's that's is that what's the one stupid. with Jennifer? No, that's the first Leprechaun. Oh, with Jennifer? Excuse you, yes. Oh, another Not Nepo baby, apparently. Jennifer Anderson's a Nepo baby? Or an industry baby? She might be an industry baby. No, I think I she's think she a, is a Nepo, Nepo baby. baby. If she's a Nepo baby and her first big role was freaking Leprechaun. I think she's a Nepotism Swag. baby. Anyway, <laughs> this is what is annoying about an article like this. Mm-hmm. is like, okay. So, yeah, he's nephews with the director of Leprechaun 2. But, like, what the fuck is that going to do for him? <laughs> really? At the well, end of the day. That's why it's an industry That's why, it's an industry that's why there's even, a different part of the article. But even and still. And it specifies it's different. But even still, I feel like it's not going to help you get, like, as far as what they're saying, I feel like. No, that's the... That's the point of the article in that subsection. You're not getting what I'm saying. So let's just You're stop talking to I'm each other because I don't want to talk to you. It's not saying that it's getting you far. Daughter it's of an actress teaching. and soap star, Jennifer Aniston. It's not telling you that it's getting you far. It's just saying that it will give you knowledge of the industry. Sure. But I, what I'm saying is Which that is like I feel like it's not. Free. What? I feel like it's in some circumstances what they're saying is not going to get you as it, you're not going to get as much information as they're thinking that they're getting from a director of a feature film. That's a lot of knowledge there. No matter sure. how, no, no matter how crappy a feature film I'm is. I'm not talking about that specifically though. What are you talking about? Though? Oh my God. I don't care anymore. So the director of Leprechaun <laughs> 2, whose name is Rodman Flender must be known because Leprechaun 2 is a masterpiece <laughs> has actually written for television for the last like 25 years. His most recent writing was on Becoming a God in Central Florida. Oh, cool. So Florida maybe, man. maybe we can get him to do like a, a guest episode. <laughs> I interviewed <Maybe>. him. <laughs> so Leprechaun 2, why? What's the fucking deal? No, because then Martin would be pissed off and shut off your mic. <laughs> <laughs> Leprechaun and 2. And he'd th- be like, Leprechaun 2, why not, yeah, John? Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, I'm he shot. would take Sorry. over. So I'll, I'll go, Leprechaun 2, thank you for your service. Anyway, so there, there's a lot of knowledge right there, just working in the industry and passing it off to your nephew yeah sure. so it but seems he's worked he's worked on shows like the office yeah conan o'brien can't stop ugly betty oh, nice. let me see someone said i'm Girls. an industry baby because i have family members working in the industry like they're not they're not big names but you know mm. they're like in other states well have they passed off knowledge to you and stuff oh fuck no <laughs> well then <laughs> so no i'm not an industry baby fuck yeah. but like that's that's the whole point of the industry baby like it's yeah it's not to get you far in it it's just to pass off the knowledge and stuff like that. Like, I have a lot of useless knowledge of driving trucks and pet food because of my dad. Mm-hmm. And if I were to go into that, I would have a head start in that yeah. sense. Like, I'd, I'd have background knowledge already. Yeah. So you're saying, Which, like, an industry baby is, like, a person who goes to a technical film school while a Nepo baby goes to, like, a prestigious, <laughs> full like, full sale S school. <laughs> <laughs> Full, they they would go to full cell and come out with no student debt. Yeah, like that's the, that's, that's, that's never, yeah. You know, I love that part in the menu where he's trying to decide who to kill, and he looks to the, like John Leguizamo's assistant, and he mm-hmm. goes, "Did you go to college? Like what?" And she and she says yes, and he is asking her about student loans, and she said, 
no, I don't have any student loans. And he goes, you're dying. Yeah, <laughs> so that's the reference I was making. I'm glad you caught it. And it was yeah. also Brown and Ivy League school, which is like, if you're going to Ivy League school and you come out with no debt, you're, yeah. Yeah. Nepotism. <laughs> nepotism equals privilege. We should, we should make shirts. Nepotism equals privilege. Are you trying to do like an Adam Sandler <laughs> voice? No. <laughs> <laughs> Nepo, baby. <laughs> You're related to Adam Sandler. Mm. Um, but yeah, so that's, you know, that that's, for me, that's the difference in there. Yeah. On that. All right. Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. We never touched on her. <gasps> that's that's the biggest baby. one. I mean, that's. I don't know if that's the big. I don't know if that's the biggest one. I, I'm just saying, like, every, like, she's a national treasure. Yeah, is Jer- what I meant. Jamie's a giant fan of her. I love you Jamie know, Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee What's Curtis? your issue with Jamie Lee? Dude, Curtis? have you not seen Chihuahua one or two? Freaky Friday. Beverly Hills Chihuahua. Yes, Beverly Hills Chihuahua. You shortened it. Chihuahua. because they they do shorten them. They they're not. Do like, they? Yeah, they do. Who's they? Who are these fans of the Hollywood? Well, the Chihuahua films are great, first of all. How many are there first? Go off. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tail for Dogs does not count. Um, anyway, uh, the reason I have an issue with her is because she's one of those people that you've been shitting on this whole time where she's like, no, we work hard. Just yeah, we're she Nepo did baby. say that. That's why it pisses me off. It's also at a time where she's getting nominated over Stephanie Hsu um, for Everything Everywhere All at Once, which... Clearly, Stephanie Shu is... I know that's nothing on Jamie Lee Curtis's fault, but it's also the way that she comes off with the Nepo Baby article and then nothing happens to her. She just starts to get all these, you know, like all this acclaim. Yeah. It just kind of proves the point against her in that sense where like her name and where she's come from, like that status is helping her get these nominations. Rather, someone who doesn't, it isn't a Nepo baby, doesn't come from a place of like a powerful family, if you will. Like so, one of the few people that actually auditioned for her role and her audition tape actually came out recently in Stephanie Shu. Um, so that's why I'm mad. I feel Jamie like with Jamie Lee Curtis's, her saying Nepo baby is a different, like, you know, oh, we all work hard, us Nepo babies. Mm. It's, it's <laughs> different when she says it because it's like, she's a good actress, Sure, but like to the sense of like she's defending all Nepo babies mm-hmm. and like. Let's see what she said. Yeah, pull up the actual quote. But like, well, I just so she actively, I, w- I wasn't aware of this. She actually was like Nepo babies. Yes. Yeah, like she she's, I, it was in it probably was said in a way of like defending herself without saying I work hard mm-hmm. because for most people that would come off as worse rather than like saying all of us work mm-hmm. hard, but to me that like. It just, it's just, it's distasteful. Yeah. Uh, the timing of it. And then also we're literally seeing that happen right now when most people would say that Stephanie Hsu did a better job. I know it's all up to taste and everything like that, but for every single award, like she's one of three supporting actresses that tomorrow as of recording will probably get nominated for an Oscar for her category that got every major body to nominate her what in would that you category. do what would you do if they actually did nominate stephanie shu over 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 <laughs> jamie lee curtis i'd be elated i mean like obviously at the end of the day she'd be who i'm pulling for i know probably dolly d leon deserves it more but to me that would just show like progression 
in awards bodies that would be a little too quick so i i don't know if that'd be possible <laughs> but i'd be i'd be very happy with it and i also think she deserves to be nominated over jamie lee curtis because she had a more prevalent supporting role yeah. in the film like take away like talent and mm-hmm. like who jamie lee jamie lee curtis is and whatever at the end of the day jamie lee curtis's role in the film was nowhere near what uh what is her name stephanie stephanie shoes what her role mm-hmm. in the film was she like was jamie lee curtis was yeah <laughs> like jamie lee curtis was a fun side cameo supporting role sure but in no way did it add to the film what stephanie shoes character mm-hmm. added to the film so at the end of the day it's like why is she getting why is jamie lee curtis getting recognition for something in a film that really had nothing to do with her mm-hmm. and like her character didn't really add much like you're to because that's the thing too you're you're comparing a role that needed to be casted perfectly versus someone who's like that's a fun role yeah to my career yeah and you're getting the f- I, no, again nothing against fun roles or anything like that if they were both nominated i'd be happy with it but there's a clear and obvious choice of the two yeah and the timing of the quote which you pulled up now yeah it seems so you can read it whenever but like the timing of that and then the obvious opposite end is being done at the moment and her not coming out towards it is why, like, it just completely rubs me the wrong way. And I love Jamie Lee Curtis and a lot of what she does. It reminds me sort of of the situation that I, I checked it up right now with Hidden Figures in 2016, mm-hmm. where Octavia Spencer got the nomination over Janelle Monet, Monet, or Janelle Monet, who I felt was more relevant for the entire, like, story that the, the Hidden Figures was trying to present to us for all their different positions in life and how they were, how that event had impacted them and their ability to grow. Uh, Janelle Monet's character went to university. That was like a major character about her going into a all-white college despite the difficulties that she faced. Mm-hmm. And then the Best Supporting Actress went to Octavia Spencer, who I felt like yeah. that wasn't her best performance and it still was sort of it sort of rubbed me the wrong rubbed me the wrong way that she got the nomination over Janelle because I felt like Janelle's character once again like her character was essentially the the duo protagonist the the secondary protagonist to the entire thing and mm-hmm. uh, Octavia Spencer's character is more so just like a a B plot while also like a more of a mothering mature nature um, what's it called nurturing character. Mm-hmm. Question for you though. Yeah. Do you feel that maybe they, since you said like, because I haven't seen it. You haven't seen Hidden Figures? No. That's good. That was like the, I think that was like the only Best Picture nominee I didn't see that year. Um, was it more so like they maybe thought <coughs> she was a co lead rather than supporting? Because that happens all the time. Like you look at Judas and the Black Messiah. Mm-hmm. They nominated the person who played <coughs> Judas and the person that played the Black Messiah both in supporting. Like, uh, Lakeith Stanfield and oh my god, why am I forgetting? Or Daniel Kaluuya. Daniel Kaluuya, thank my you so god. much. That's right. I feel so bad. I what the him. fuck? So like, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. So in weird. that case, where Octavia Spencer isn't a nepo baby, to my knowledge. No, no. Um, I'm not saying I'm not calling. No, no, uh, Octavia Spencer. I'm more I just, so just I just like that comparison of like established yeah. actor versus yeah. not as established yeah, actor, yeah. and then the not established actor sort of getting snubbed for the nomination yeah. for the more established one. No, I just wanted to be clear that that's not a nepo baby situation. Like I know, remind you, I just wanted to clear that 
um, because that happens. That, unfortunately, that happens all the time. So like, it, this is the nepo baby part for Jamie Lee Curtis is also just kind of doubling down on it. Yeah. And why I won't believe that Stephanie Shu would replace Jamie Lee for the Oscars unless they like somehow heard me, <laughs> like the body of nine hundred voters heard me. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't. Unfortunately, see that happening anytime soon. I wish it would though, because that is annoying. Yeah. Like, just smaller roles. Uh, from lesser performances from bigger actors oftentimes will get a fifth slot in a uh, top five Oscars when it deserves to go to someone who deserve like who deserves it much more. And just, they just happen to be such a smaller name. Like uh, that might happen with Paul Mescal uh, for, for after, after Sun? Sun. That'd be crazy because he's in contention for the fifth slot. But a lot of people think that Hugh Jackman for a much poor reviewed, the Sun might get that fifth slot. Or well, someone else. I'll, well, I can talk about it later when we get to the mm-hmm. segment about what we watched recently. But, like, I feel Paul definitely deserves. Oh, for sure. Yeah. But, like, Bill Nighy is getting the fourth slot. Who? Uh, he's in Living, which, like, great actor. He's done a lot, but he's never been nominated for an Oscar. So that's why he's been getting nominated for everything outside of a Brendan Fraser, uh, Austin Butler, and Colin Farrell. Um, so people have him pretty much locked for that fourth slot. And then the fifth slot, it's kind of up in the air. But there is also a slight chance for Adam Sandler for the hustle, <laughs> for the hustle to get nominated for that slot. So it's going to be very interesting to see who does get it. All right. Slot. So let's go ahead and do you have the quote ready, Alyssa? Uh, I did. And now my computer <laughs> is not fucking working. Your computer just shit itself. Oh, hang on. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's a lot. Yeah, but it won't be that long to read. Okay. And so she's, she said in an Instagram post, mind you. So she said this of her own fruition. She wasn't baited. She just said this. She's just a grumpy old lady. Oh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Love you, Jamie. She said, I've been a professional actress since I was 19 years old, so that makes me an OG Nepo baby. So she's already a little bit self-aware. <laughs> this goes out <laughs> to the OGs. She said, I've never understood, nor will I, what qualities got me hired that day, but since my first two lines on Quincy as a contract player at Universal Studios to this last spectacular creative year, some 44 years later, there's not a day in my professional life that goes by without my being reminded that I am the daughter of movie stars. The current conversation about Nepo Babies is just designed to try to diminish and denigrate and hurt. For the record, I have navigated 44 years with the advantages my associated and reflected fame brought me. I don't pretend there aren't any that try to tell me that I have no value on my own. It's curious how we immediately make assumptions and snide remarks that someone related to someone else who is famous in their field for their art would somehow have no talent whatsoever. I've come to learn that it's simply not true. I've suited up and shown up for all different kinds of work with thousands of thousands of people, and every day I've tried to bring integrity and professionalism and love and community and art to my work. I am not alone. There are many of us dedicated to our craft, proud of our lineage, strong in our belief in our right to exist. And then she just goes on to talk about everything everywhere, which I feel like she the point kind of like she was almost to the point, Mm. but she just missed it right at the end. (laughs) She was like really cool, like flips performance and then like doesn't stick the landing. Yeah, it's just it's the whole thing of like you you only feel the need to say something and do s- post something like that if you have your own insecurities. If you were unprompted to do so, 
there's something in you that doesn't feel right. Mm-hmm. You know, like there is, of course, with the Internet, as we all know, there is a there's always going to be a very vocal minority and they can be so loud that it feels like the majority. But I can guarantee you so many people are on her side before she posted this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, it's the same thing that I was saying earlier with most people are not discrediting the work Mm -hmm. and like the talent that these people have. Most people, most of what the people are saying is just acknowledge that you have the privilege Mm -hmm. and just take that in and understand that you didn't have to work as hard as some other people. That's all people are really trying to get across. And like I said earlier, obviously there are people that who she is talking about that are discrediting of the work and blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. But like you were saying, those aren't the majority of people that are speaking out about it. The majority of people are just being like, Hey, acknowledge that you have privilege, move on. Yeah. That's all really people are asking for. So again, like she was almost to the point. Yeah. Like she almost got it. And she recognizes that, yeah, her parents are famous and, she's an actress now and that she's an epo baby and blah, blah 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 but she missed the point when she goes and says that everyone is saying that nepa babies have no talent and like this and that it's like no that's not really what everyone's saying <laughs> everyone's yeah. just like acknowledge that you have this privilege and that's what most of them are not doing mm-hmm. and i mean that's kind of what this article was for it was just to get the knowledge out there hey in case you didn't know these yeah. are nepotism babies yeah. and mm-hmm. these are industry babies. And like there's all these connections that you might've not known about, but here's a quick and easy way for you to see all of them. Was Robert Downey Jr. on the list? Yeah. I love him. But it's also, she goes on to say here, like there are many of us dedicated to our craft, proud of our lineage, strong in our belief. No one is saying that you shouldn't be proud of where you come from yeah. or like that you shouldn't be happy where you are, what you're doing. Again, all anyone is saying is take accountability and recognize that you are somewhat part of the problem in Hollywood, only hiring people in Hollywood. Like, because that's what it comes down to, too, is that there's so much nepotism in Hollywood that it takes over, and then people like us... Hmm. who uh, and people you know are just who are trying to get into the industry without having any connections or whatever we have a harder time because it's so nepotism is so prevalent that it's like people are only hiring people that they're related to or people that they know who have been in the industry for a hundred years that's all anyone's really trying to say and the people that are constantly commenting on it being like, we have to work hard too, are missing the point <laughs> and like are just aren't getting it. Yeah. Check your privilege. Check yourself before you wreck yourself because <laughs> I'm bad for your health. I guess, I guess in the perspective of the Nepo babies, they, from their point of view, they had, they were working hard, but like, it, right. it's just, yeah, exactly. Like check your privilege. They're, they are not understanding of the, moment like a monumentous amount of effort that other people have to put in to get to that same spot essentially whereas like it is effort on their part not to belittle their effort but saying that 
they work just as hard as someone who grew up in Ohio and like yeah. a random backwater town and like <laughs> nice. Yo, Ohio's nothing. <laughs> They're not LeBron James or Steph Curry born in Ohio. Wait, no, Steph Curry's a Nepo baby. Never mind. Actually. Is Steph oh. Curry in How can yeah. he be a Nepo baby in basketball? I get Del no, Curry, no, his I father. Guess, he, he brought him to games and stuff and he would he was learning to shoot since he was three. I actually, I actually read an article not super long ago that like a lot of a lot of sports athletes do come from more wealth, wealthy families because yeah. they're able to pay for like the additional outside like uh, clubs and memberships and sports mm-hmm. equipment. And so I guess Nepal Baby isn't just for like a film industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just a issue, privilege. but it's definitely yeah. more prevalent in film because of how often we see them and how often yeah. we mm-hmm. aspire to be like them and how often yeah. people are like, oh, like Jamie Lee Curtis or. Robert Pattinson. Right, Robert Pattinson. Is John it. David Robert Washington. Yeah. But I think it's also... O'Shea Jackson Jr. It's also disheartening sometimes when you are someone like us who doesn't come from, like, a huge line in Hollywood to go, like, like an actress or a producer or someone, yeah. like, look up to these people and then be like, do more research on them and be like, oh, like, what did they do to get into the industry? And then you Google them and it's like, oh, well, oh. they were already in it. <laughs> to begin with basically and, and again not like discrediting the work that they do because many 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 of them are very talented and fantastic at what they do and that's not what anyone is trying to say that they just have no talent because obviously many and most of them do but it's like again check your damn privilege at the door yeah shout out to that one guy too because nepo babies exist at every level to the one guy who came to our school, oh, yeah. and I asked him yeah, yeah. genuinely, "Hey, how did you get your start?" He's like, "I had connections," yeah. and then just drove away in his little car. Mr. Carman. Oh, yeah. Mr. I don't want to say his name. Yeah, yeah. But fair, fair. <laughs> <laughs> I just, yeah, that's fun. Oh my god. Basically, nepotism. Cancel your dreams, kids. You're not <laughs> oh gonna make god. it. <laughs> oh More room for us. <laughs> More room. <laughs> yeah. All right. But All right. it's also like I don't know. Sorry. I'm just saying, if I make it somewhere in Hollywood and I have to have a conversation with a nepotism baby, I might kill myself. <laughs> so you're just not going to talk to 50% of Hollywood? Dude, well, I if I have to be to like, Nepo oh my baby. God, I had to do this to get here and this to get there. And I'm like proud of my come up. And they're just like, yeah, well, I had to do this. I'd be like. Ugh. Is that not just talking to a man? That is kind of just talking to a man, but. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I mean, Hollywood is run by fucking old ass white men, so. And let's keep it that way, baby. (laughs) Who are all Nepo babies. (laughs) The ultimate. Well, uh, they can't be Nepo babies if they're like first generation. Like, they were also born in 1800. You know what I mean? They're somehow still alive. (laughs) They all, like, just have. They're just 205. Exactly. (laughs) I think we just need to leave America. Let's go start a company in fucking DR. Let's just kill all the Nepotism babies. Oh start God. from the ground up. No, not Jack Wade. <laughs> <laughs> Go to the hospitals. <laughs> oh <my laughs> on that transition. <laughs> so, what does everyone watch this week? <laughs> or last week? Or no, was it this week? Last week? Because just it's in general. In the last week. Just in general. Okay. Recently. Recently. Whatever that means to you. Yeah. How? I mean, I can go back to. So, I I have I, apparently I saw three movies, January fifteenth. Really? Wow! <laughs> yeah, what were you doing, Jennifer? Uh, I don't know. Hitting, hitting up, hitting up the no. town. Th- that was I like probably posted it late. <laughs> that's why. Oh yeah, I did. So I watched two movies. Nice. I think I d- and I just posted one of them late. Pop off. 
But um, the the first movie that I watched on that day, or no, I'm prom- this is the second movie, but this is the one I want to talk about first. Um, Interview with a Vampire. Mm. I was going to talk about that one. <laughs> well, hey, you still have your chance. Directed by Neil Jordan. was released in 1994. I saw this movie with Alyssa. Starring Tom Cruise, um, what's his face? Rad Brad Pitt, Pitt, Kirsten Dunst, and Antonio Banderas. It's crazy. Puss in Booth? <laughs> in Puss in Booth. <laughs> that, that, huh? This came out what year? 1994. It's so weird. This movie was like, it's like a period piece, but like, honestly, kind of like my favorite vampire movie. I might, I might say that. He told me that after we watched it, yeah. and that just was not what I was expecting him to say at all. I really didn't expect you to like this movie. No one expects. No one knows what I'm gonna do. <laughs> oh I'm a God. fucking. I'm a fucking walking paradox. <laughs> no, I'm not. Um. Anyways. <laughs> um, uh-huh. Uh huh. Because so the the story. Have you guys seen it, Jeremy Martin? Mm-mm. No. I I, I saw the Rugrats all grown up spinoff. What? <laughs> um, interview with the vampire? Yes. You forgot? What the fuck? I'll Google you forgot it. a key actor. Oh, sorry, a key actor. One of the, so he's no. probably he's probably number two, right? Would you consider him number two? What do you mean? Christian Slater is in this movie. <laughs> he is the interviewer. E? Or of interviewer. <laughs> so basically, why are you trying to like co- like correct him? Like you didn't? <laughs> yeah, see, you didn't, didn't see, see the, the movie. fucking movie, Martin. <laughs> you don't know. Uh, Christian Slater. He's he's wait. the guy interviewing the vampire. He's like, I'm Christian Slater. I'm interviewing the vampire. <laughs> Greetings and salutations. <laughs> but I, um, s- I started this movie like three months ago, and I just really, really, I saw the opening credits, and I was like, Wow, I don't want to watch a movie right me, now. Me, me, me with The Shining. I was just like, I don't want to watch this. Okay, anymore. but The Shining. <laughs> it's for so long. Like, okay, and I mean, like, it is. It's like genuinely. And then like they st- like, that's why they I started hate talking. Credits. Well, mm, I like them when they're good. Tar was great. I haven't it seen was, Tar. It was literally spoilers. All oh, of the don't, tell him, don't tell him. Don't tell him. Okay. Um, so <laughs> yeah, it's just a fun interview, little thing to interview right. with a vampire. Um, it's like a period piece, kind of like it's because it, the story of it is what got me because it's not just like um we're vampires, <laughs> you know, they're just finding what gothic fiction. Well, oh, yeah, twenty twenty two. Made, made it into a show. Yeah. Did you guys start it? No. <laughs> it, it, has it come out? Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. I Who's remember, it starring? I, I remember them greenlighting no season one. two. Sam Reed, Nepo Baby. Interesting. Oh, no, he's actually someone. Uh, Interesting. <laughs> but um, the story of Interview with the Vampire captivated me because it's not just, mm-hmm. you know, we're vampires and, and you know, it's just, you know, you just it's kind of slice of life throughout their lives and yeah. them trying to... You know, it, it's more so like it's like it's kind of like a family story, and and that's that. Oh, so you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's more so just about like, oh, here's how us vampires coexist, and mm-hmm. that and that's kind of how it is. And it's like, okay, here's this character, here's my relationship with this character, and blah, 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 and you know, I think it's kind of interesting. Yeah. Because it's not just like we just want to, you know, kill people and drink drink blood and shit. And mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So, you also see like a vampire who doesn't necessarily like being a vampire. Yeah. Which you don't. I mean, I don't know. I was gonna say which you don't see like very often. Well, but for the time, kind of do. 
for the time, I'd, I'd say that's kind of like yeah, because it, it was based off a book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's like, you know, full title. What's her face? Stephanie Myers stole Twilight from this. From this. <laughs> so quote me on that. The full title includes the Vampire Chronicles. After this, interesting. Like I've <laughs> okay. This is it's ninety four, right? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah, and Brad Pitt is. I don't think which it, is interesting. I mean, no one talks about that little. Title. Yeah. No, I but like I've never like uh, every time I've seen it, it's literally like I think even on IMDb I've seen it where it's like this. Yeah. Well, look right Weird. here. It doesn't have that. Yeah, it doesn't have it on oh. my um, letterbox. But um, did I like the? Oh, they, like there was. <laughs> you didn't know Brad Pitt was in this. No, uh, he was the only name I knew. Uh, I knew. I knew Tom Cruise. That I knew that was in. It's probably oh. <laughs> one of his most interesting <laughs> Who's roles. Tom Cruise. <laughs> you think. This is one of Tom Cruise's most interesting roles. Yeah, I would I would say like it, it could be like a favorite because because oh. he's not like it's so not Tom Cruise and it's so interesting. Yeah, Top Gun Maverick. Like, oh, that's the yeah. most Tom Cruise movie ever. <laughs> that's the joke. <laughs> Pizza, pizza's here. Um, but you know, um, I think the makeup. I don't know if I love the makeup. There was like certain moments of it. I was like, oh, that's cool. I, I think it's very of its time. Yeah, and it's kind of I don't know. Because, like, they're still, like, sexy vampires. <laughs> but, yeah. But, you know, they're, like, they have personality. Shixy. So. The vein, they really accentuate, yeah, like, like, the, the veins. Yeah, I like the veins. I think the veins are, are cool. To make them look, like, paler. Yeah. Is that um the female gaze? The female no. gaze? <laughs> the gaze or the gaze? They accentuate yes. the veins. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Like, look at, look at the. I saw the poster. Like, I think that has. Well, yeah. not just. Well, no, but I'm saying, like. Oh, no, 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 you can't see anything on that it damn was poster. So, John Marco. Might have been part of the video. Regrets. All Grown Up, 2004 episode was called Interview with a Campfire. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's really funny. <laughs> That's actually really good. Wow. Swag. Um, let's see. Ooh. Do you yeah. have anything to say about well, this, Alyssa? Anything to add? No, not that. I know, but, like, the just the makeup in general. Just. Yeah. Mm-mm. You can, like, kind You can, like, kind of see it in this. Where they like accentuate like the veins in his face. Mm. You see what I mean? Yeah. That's how uh, Edward Cullen should have looked. Mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been true love. Well, in Twilight, they don't have. I don't think they have blood in Twilight. Oh, I see it here on her. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Little, little airbrush moment. Mm, I don't know if it was an airbrush, but. Oh, yeah. there's, a, there's this they, one scene in the movie. It's fucking awesome. Like, like I'm not vampire? spoiling anything, but like there's just a house on fire and it's like <laughs> that coolest sequence in the movie. I'm like, holy shit. As cool you know as what I'm talking about? Which one? With Tom with like with Tom Cruise and Brad Pitt and But late earlier in the movie or later? Earlier in, in the movie. movie. Oh, okay. Although uh, that one's cool too, but like <laughs> that, there's not a it's not a house on fire. Later. So there's oh, a couple things fair. on fire. <laughs> yeah, a couple couple things on fire. There is, you know, there's some, you know, action pieces, but it's not like Is it as cool as the apartment on fire in Spider Man? Oh, dude, it's mm-hmm. really. It's, it's like I would say it's because it's oh, like it's. Okay. They're both like eerie. Okay, cool. So like that's what I love about it. I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. You guys, okay, we've all seen Puss in Boots, right? Mm-hmm. Last week. It's like when like Lobo's around. It's like, gosh, you know what I mean? Lobo's so cool. Lobo's his name. Cool. I don't think his name is Lobo, Lobo, but I just like to call him Lobo. Hey, Lobo. Because you know, he, Puss, he, Puss is he's a fucking wolf. And, yeah. You know. I mean, it, it's kind of just like you're not actually the person. Spoilers for. 
Yeah, Puss in Boots. Boots Last Wish. Please go watch it in theaters. Good movie. G- good movie. Good movie. Um, you know, he's like, you're not actually the personification of death. But like he is. He, no, yeah. no, but he doesn't know that. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, so yeah, like, yeah. That's why like yeah, you yeah. would call him a lobo yeah, at yeah. first. It's like the wolf. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but um, but yeah. What in the Michael Jackson thriller video? I don't remember that. <laughs> oh, I, I remember that. Never mind. I lied. That's cool. That part's cool too. Which part? This part. <laughs> <laughs> um, zoom in, zoom in. Do you have anything to add <laughs> for your movie for this movie? Um, yeah, you didn't think I was gonna like it that much. Ratings, please. Yeah, I don't know, cause it's definitely one of those. I just, I don't know. I expected you to like the Lost Boys more than you like this, really? and you ended up liking just because I feel like I'm a boy. No, and Lost Boys is such a boy movie, and you're lost. No. Oh damn it, you beat me to it, Jeremy. Lost. <laughs> just because <laughs> you really want us to get demonetized like how many songs have uh, it's, a, it's a cover we're not monetizing <laughs> <the game work>. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that one that one meeting <laughs> 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 oh my god anyways you were just, saying I, what, never mind so you thought i was gonna like lost boys more because it's more like campy or well just because this one feels more like i could understand why more people would find this cringy yeah. Oh, yeah. And I think it has to do with the fact that it is Brad Pitt and Tom Cruise. Yeah. Just hissing as vampires. <laughs> this really she don't listen. To her. She doesn't. Re- mm, they don't really do that. But yeah, they do. Not as. It's not like. It's not like all the time. Well, not all the time. Because they're still like characters. They're not well, just vampires. Yeah, that's not what I'm saying. I, okay. But. <laughs> but so I just thought that you were gonna think that this is like cringe and like. Well, because, okay, there's things you always got to do with m- when there's vampires. So you always got to have the hissing. You always got to have, like, they're kind of like, ooh, I'm a fucking vampire. I'm a gobble goo. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, when they're like. So they're Italian American? Um, they're French. That ain't gobble Lestat's French. <laughs> <laughs> They'd be like, oh, croissant. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, Lestat yeah. is French. Lestat is French. <laughs> Brad it's Pitt. okay, I'm part French. Brad Pitt isn't French, <laughs> mm-hmm. he's from Louisiana. Louisiana. Oh, Baton Rouge. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's it's French Creole. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, you, so, so, what did you <laughs> like about the movie? Um, I, so I watched this movie when I was like a kid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> probably Makes shouldn't sense. have been watching, probably yeah, shouldn't have been real. watching it as a kid. But, I don't know. I just loved vampires as a wee gal. Uh-huh. So I think that's why I liked it. But the same thing that you were saying. Like, I think the story is interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I think their relationships with each other are interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but not always, like, in a good way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but. Well, and I'd like all the period stuff. Sure. Cause like the period stuff, it's like, it's like I like that we're here, but it also kind of feels cheap. Okay. But I think that also benefits it. So, what everything I'm saying is invalid. (laughs) 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 Technically, it's great. Can can that be your letterbox? Everything Uh, I say, yeah, (laughs) it's like my bio. Everything I say is invalid. Mm -hmm. That'd be good. You too. Me too. Yeah. Oh, I got a YouTube channel. So would you would you would you rate it on Letterboxd, Alyssa? Um, I rated it three and a half stars, and I rated it three. 
stars. <laughs> I give it three vampires. I was waiting for like the four. You get it? You, you get three vampires. Three things. Three, three vampire stars out of five. Vampire stars. Because there's three vampire stars. Oh. Boo. Boo. That was what have Anyways. you seen recently? It sounds can always be like that. They're not. They're always, you know, they hit and miss sometimes. I'm only human. I'm only human. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's because it's well, not. Guys, a we're duet. gonna get demonetized because it's not <laughs> a duet. <laughs> anyway, what? <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy, what did you watch this week? Oh, we're just skipping over Alyssa. Okay. Well, I mean, That's we're gonna. Well, we're, well, I did. I did. Ask I have more, and you ignored. Oh, I didn't hear you. <laughs> we can well, no, come back one to by me. One. We can I come mean, back to me. We can come back to, to me. Yeah. We can come back to me. Okay. I was gonna get into mine. Okay, go. In a well, this is one that I feel like Martin was gonna. <laughs> this is one I feel like Martin was gonna bring up, and it was a movie that I am so glad I finally saw, and that is After Sun, directed by Charlotte Wells, which hopefully gets nominated. Spoilers. This um, was her directorial debut, right? Feature directorial debut, yeah. She's done oh. three short films before, and she's actually a producer. Oh. I didn't know that. She was a producer before this. <coughs> so good for her. Um, she should continue directing. Uh, stars Paul Mescal and uh, Frankie Corio, and basically just follows a father and daughter on a vacation. And it is seen through the lens of memories and home videotape. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Which it is so trippy. Like I think the the memories thing is a little bit more vague. I guess I was trying to think of the it's, word. It's it's not it is because like yeah. you see her older, and like well, like she's definitely like reminiscing, but it's like is that not another word for remembering? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Get but, shit but, on. But saying saying it's like I don't know. I guess it is like, her memories because there are there are certain scenes that she wouldn't be able to remember. Well, that's what I'm going into, like, the trippiness of it. Yeah. Right? And then also when you remember stuff, it's always different. You're never really remembering the moment. You're remembering the last time you remembered it, which is, like, a trippy psychology thing in itself. But anyway, um, yes, there are some stuff. There is some stuff in this movie that she wouldn't have seen, sure. But in it, that feeds into its kind of trippiness and humanity. Like, it's not, like, a trippy movie necessarily, like conventionally like a richard linklater movie would be right like a days and confused if you will uh, to that degree um it more so is in a sense of like charlotte wells tapping into a human function in such a way that it felt like you're watching a documentary hmm. but in someone's head because you know there's way that you you can't get documentary footage like this right like to get all the certain I, scenes, I was gonna say a spoiler scene, but I can't say that. But it's it's like you're watching something real unfold, and even, it is real to a degree because this was based on Charlotte Wells when she was a, a young girl with her own father and like that experience. But of course, fictionalized as we do with most things we write, um, and it's just so raw and emotional and like. It kind of sneak. It's it snuck up on me. Um, I will say because the whole time I'm I am feeling you know what the daughter the daughter's feeling. You do see like this inner struggle for Paul Mescal's character, but then you see their connection and it's beautiful. And it's not necessarily emotional, overtly emotional in that sense. But then there's a sequence 
12 minutes left of the film. And you take out that scene. It's not necessarily emotional just as a scene without context, but the way it's directed, edited, the song choice, like everything about that scene. I got chills all over my body and I almost bawled. And I'm only human. <laughs> so to, to add on to Jeremy's points, there are a lot of it I did agree with I th- mm. that he mentioned. Like I do that last scene, for example, was like I had to rewind to rewatch it. Yeah. Like I got I finished the movie. I sat through like the first like three minutes of credits and I was like, OK, let me rewatch that real quick because it, it was very well done. I'm surprised you were able to do anything while the credits were rolling. I just sat there like I couldn't move. That's how emotionally, like... Oh, no, I was exa- <laughs> I watched it and I was exhausted, yeah. but, like, I was just like, let me watch that again. Let me get yeah. more exhausted real quick. And it was just... The the film itself was uh, very... It was it does have, like, a, a home feel. It, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't call it a documentary. It definitely just feels like a very... It feels like you're watching two stories develop at once, but it's still the same story. You're seeing, like, the, the grounded, like, caught-on-tape sort of segments... Of the film, and then on top of that, the more the you're not certain like what's going on, more emotional developmental sections of the film that peer more into the characters like psyche when they're alone versus like when they're together that you catch through these like film tapes. And I think that the film overall was re- like the editing was really good. Like, you, you the very beginning, like, you it's super subtle. And I, I thought I was going crazy. Like you see, the like it, it the film presents itself from the get go as that like you're watching like some sort of like tapes and the tapes lead into scenes that either follow those tapes or lead up to those tapes, and so the first tape that you see you see like real super subtly just someone like like you think it's your own glare on the TV, someone get up and like walk away from the thing and i was there's glare on my tv so i thought my roommate was there and i like look around and there was no one there i was like i was like oh that was that was super cool that was super neat the way that the editing is done to like sort of show once again that these are a recollection of memories that a character's going through and then like sort of filling the gaps that that's how like i sort of interpreted some of those scenes where it's alone like the her more so like how she interpreted uh, how a character interpreted what their father was doing during this times of they weren't necessarily together on this like week long vacation and how that sort of played into the memories that she has and the videotapes that they were able to make together and the memories that have persisted from that time to adulthood sort of thing. It's funny Jeremy mentioned that it's like oh I resonated with the daughter I resonated with the father. Oh no I I resonated <laughs> I like, with both like oh, I yeah. was ju- I was just saying like. The way the story is structured, it is more so through the daughter's eyes because, you know, she's writing about herself. Yes. But, like, you resonate the hell with that father. And, like, I'm nowhere near having kids. But, like, this movie kind of made me feel like I was. Yeah. Or, like, I did have a kid. Where would you guys, uh, well, how did, how did we fi- find this movie? Amazon for $6. <laughs> How did you hear about the movies? But oh. so this showed up on a lot of people's um, top ten list. It's also Paul Mescal, which like thanks to Alyssa. I heard um, about it just because it was Paul Mescal. Well, continue off what I was saying. Uh, <laughs> thanks to Alyssa, I found out about him through watching Normal People, mm. which is like a fantastic show in and it of itself. 
So like anything that the two main actors, Daisy Edgar Jones and Paul Mescal, will, will be doing, I am interested in. Yeah. Is Daisy um, the name of the act, uh, the young actress or the older actress? No, she's the uh, female lead in uh, Normal, Normal People. People with okay. Paul Mescal. Gotcha. I was just saying like because of how impactful that show alone was, that was the driving force for me on this show. But this went wound up on top ten lists of so many critics mm-hmm. I respected. I saw and it. also it's A twenty four, and like. You know, A24 stuff just continually pops up on film Twitter yeah. and stuff yeah. like that. So, like, yeah. that's another thing I found it. Also, one of the newer, not necessarily a critic, but, like, a person I watch on YouTube for movies and stuff like that. This was, like, kind of, like, a running thing with him. He's watched this movie three times, and all three times he was like, I don't get the hype. So, like, that wow. was another thing. I was just like, okay, this is, wow. like, you're that's the, interesting for him to be the only person to say that. Especially after seeing it multiple times. Like, that's when people who didn't like it the first time, if they watch it a second time, they're like, this is the, one of the greatest movies of all time. Like, that's often, like, the click or whatever. Mm. But for him to do that, so that also was a driving force yeah. on that end for me. Um, as for Martin, uh, how do you find it? Oh, I love the movie. I, I enjoyed it more than I thought I would. Once again, as soon as... How did you find the movie? Oh, how did I find how it? Did you fi- like, not, so <laughs> how did you find it but not find it? <laughs> how so did like, you hear about the yeah, movie? Yeah. I, I, much the same way. Like I, A lot of top lists were coming out, and everybody kept mm-hmm. mentioning After Sun. And for like the longest time, I'm like, what the hell is After Sun? Like, is mm-hmm. this like a short film? Is this like a foreign film? It is technically a foreign It's an English-spoken uh, form film. Irish. I, yeah, it's right? an, yeah, the Irish-Scottish. The is film it Irish? The, the film itself it's like Irish-Scottish. Oh. One yeah. of the two. I just had because Paul Mescal's Irish. Yeah, yeah. I think that's why I'm confusing for Irish. It might be Scottish. The film itself takes place in Turkey. Turkey. Yeah, and which they filmed on location. Yeah, which uh, is pretty cool. I like saw it at, at the end of the credits. I was yeah. like, "Thank you for Turkey for letting us film here." And I was like, "Oh, cool." It's an English film because it's backed by BBC. Okay, but it's still a foreign film. Yeah, yeah. By by regards of like us in the states. No, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, I was just saying like definitively, it's an English film because of the producing whatever. No, but much the same way, just yeah. like critics were all, like for their top 10 kept putting it, it's either number one or mm-hmm. top three. And I was like, what is this movie? And then like eventually did come out on Amazon and I originally wasn't like super excited, but we're, we'll have an episode about it in the future. Maybe. <laughs> Swag. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Knock on, knock on wood. <laughs> but yes, Not it's wood. <laughs> Not wood. <laughs> this, yeah. Under. No, no. There's definitely some A24 Green Knight shots where it's just like shots to like look. Home belt? (laughs) No, not that. Damn. (laughs) No. But A24's only Christmas movie. (laughs) Nice. It is is really well shot. There's a really nice, uh, the cinematography is really good. I'm not sure who the DP was. Uh, but the, between the DP and the editing, I do think like it conveys this the story of these two characters very well. Gregory Oak. Gregory Oak. Shout out to you. And yeah. Well, did you watch anything else? Alyssa? I watched <laughs> A Star is Born. Oh, give your ratings. Oh, four. Four. Yeah. Wow. Might go up to four and a half on next time I watch it, which might be really soon. That was, that was between three and a half and four, just because there, there were really long shots that it, it was sort of like that issue we had been discussing for other films we saw, where it's like 
this shot could have been cut just like a couple seconds earlier. You but then get it. You're not a dad. No, I'm just kidding. What? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, no, I got you. Yeah. I mean, I think that for me, the imagery was so beautiful, I was okay with it. No, like the imagery is beautiful. Yeah. Like, but that's what I'm saying. It's more like a Green Knight thing where it's just like these beautiful landscapes, but then it's like, okay, we don't See, have to be riding this horse for three minutes now. Let's let's yes, keep it going, A24. For me, with Green Knight, I wasn't as invested. So that's another, like, I think with this movie, I was just so invested. I was like, whatever you want to do, I'm down for it. So, like, it's a, it's a taste thing at the end of the day. I did call my dad after the movie. <laughs> oh. <laughs> nice. You know, when, uh, last time I called my dad after, like, like breaking down from the movie was Avengers Endgame. <laughs> I was like, was, I'm crying. I was like, Mom, Daddy, it was so good. You are Tony Stark. I'm sorry. <laughs> but yeah. So, Alyssa. Yes. What did you What did you watch last week? Well, I didn't watch it last week, but <laughs> I wanted to talk about The Star Is Born because <laughs> everything else we've already talked about. Which Which Star Is Born? The new one. Did we really talk about? Every, oh yeah. I'm on the deep. I'm on the deep end. I could also talk about. So I okay. Just briefly, we'll talk about this changes everything, which is a documentary that I watched on Netflix, and it's about women in the film industry, and basically just how about men don't take women seriously, and how there um, is has been for a very long time, discrimination in uh, the film industry against women. And it's just about how these famous actresses and producers and directors in the industry have tried to, like, make a change. And it gives you, like, stats of, like, how many women did this against men in the field and, like, things like that. Um, So it's very interesting because, I mean, obviously we all know that women aren't taken as seriously in the industry and that men fully dominate in the industry. But once you see the numbers in this film, it is kind of insane how little women, (laughs) how little women there are in uh, like major categories and things like that. Like there was a statistic or something that was like in 2017, the, uh, they took like the highest grossing movies of 2017 and um, the amount of male leads in movies was like 82% or something like that compared to women. And then the women that were leads in movies most of the time were like girlfriends or like, like a secondary character. Um, And then there was also another statistic that like in the eighties or something like that, in the Directors Guild of America, um, the amount of, first of all, the amount of women in the Directors Guild of America was like six. <laughs> and the amount of work that they were getting compared to the men in the industry was 0.5%. So. Wild. <laughs> you take. Olivia Wilde. So you have all of these men that are getting all this work in the industry and then six women are competing for 0.5 percent of that work and 
there was also like one of the there was a woman on there. I forget her name. We were just talking about it earlier. But there was a woman in the documentary who um, directed a movie and won an Oscar and then didn't get another uh, directing job for 10 years. Catherine Bigelow? No. No? Was no. it Boys Don't Cry? Yeah. Or Director of Boys Don't Cry, right? And I she, don't know. She Maybe did Carrie? I don't know what her name is. Because Catherine Bigelow was the first woman to win a Best Directing Oscar. And that was what year was James that? Cameron, 2010. Because it was for The Hurt Locker, I'm pretty sure. Right? Because Avatar came out in 2009. So, so yes. did the Hurt Locker. So that would have been 2010 Oscars. And that would have been like enough like time for that data to be true. I don't know. That's I'm pretty sure. I don't know who it was. But she won an Kimberly Oscar. Kimberly Pierce. Kimberly Pierce. Shout out to Kimberly Pierce. I don't know if she won an Oscar for directing. No, which, okay, Boys Don't Cry. The movie won an Oscar. Yeah, yeah. And um. she didn't get another directing job for 10 years. That's What was the next film she directed? The Carrie remake. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah. Well, so here it says, um, Boys Don't Cry uh, won an uh Academy Award for Best Actress for Hilary S- Hilary Swank's performance. Oh, that movie. Yeah. Um, her second feature, Stop Loss, was released by Paramount Pictures in 2008. Her film Carrie was released on October 18th, 2013. Hmm. Yeah, but upcoming movie. Oh, what is it? This is Jane. But the documentary just has a lot of. Um, statistics and is just talking about women in the industry and it has firsthand accounts of like women who are actually working in the industry like directors and it has a lot of actresses like natalie portman and reese witherspoon and all of them are just talking about like how many women directors they've worked with and like what's happened to them on set with men and things like that that have happened to them in the industry that they're trying to change basically yeah and what was it called this changes everything. <coughs> Ironic because it's directed by man, but it's fine. An ally. It's okay. <laughs> He's an ally. But Gina Davis is an executive producer. Go Gina Davis. And she does Ooh. star in it. And Gina Davis is the one who kind of, she is one of the uh, main women that's kind of really pushing for change in the industry. And is doing. she has her own like foundation and stuff like that. Um, going to like get more women work and things like that and uh, has pushed like lawsuits against uh, production companies and things like that to get um, more equality for yeah. women in the industry. Um, more money. And then it had like Reese Witherspoon and Taraji Jessica P. Chastain. Henson. Yeah, but Reese Witherspoon and Jessica Chastain are were talking about how they started their own production companies because uh, women weren't getting enough work, so yeah. they decided to start their own and produce um, women-led uh, productions and stuff like that. So it was really interesting, and I'm begging all men to take women seriously. But women don't make good movies. Women make better movies than men. Have you guys seen Twilight? Catherine Hardwick was in the documentary. Mm-hmm. Without a woman, but anyway, we wouldn't have American Psycho. Period. <laughs> I think this the director of American Psycho was in the in this actually. Wow. But anyway, I just wanted to touch on that because I watched it and it really 
kind of blew my mind a little bit and almost made me cry. But now I wanted to talk about A Star is Born because, damn, did that movie fuck me up. I'm on the deep end, watch as I dive. How many of those jokes can we make in like one episode? <laughs> we only did it <laughs> once at the beginning. I did it. Like four as well. Oh, like when you first mentioned a Star Wars Born. And oh, that really? Was our third time. Well, now we can really talk about a Star Wars Born. <laughs> four times. Please start talking about it before you take this so away. So, I watched this for the first time. About damn time. In yeah, I don't know. It was just <laughs> one of those that I was always it. When it came was coming out, and like they were doing press and stuff for it, like I really wasn't that interested in it. Yeah. Not because I thought it was going to be a bad movie. I just. I don't know. I just really didn't care. And then me and John were looking for a movie to watch. And I was just like, oh, let's watch Star is Born. And we were just like, okay. <coughs> so we just kind of threw it on. And oh, my God. It was. I don't really know what I expected, but it was way better than I expected. I expected it to be. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know uh, going into it or like until the credits rolled that bradley cooper directed it which is i i think he did a, an amazing job mm-hmm. with his first was that his like, directorial debut for yep. a feature his yeah. second movie is coming out this year <coughs> who's which he's also starring in he didn't he wasn't <laughs> the director for american sniper no that was clint eastwood okay um you know clint eastwood but nah. i think that bradley cooper not only did an amazing job directing but he is amazing in this film yeah as just an actor mm-hmm. which I think that this is, from what I've seen of him, probably my favorite role mm-hmm. that he's done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that he's really, really good in this movie. Um, and then, obviously, Lady Gaga, which this is, the I think, she's the best that I've seen her do in a role. <coughs> um, and, I mean, her character basically is Lady Gaga, so it is. how hard was it really? Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> um. You know what it's like in real life, so fuck you. <laughs> eight time, eight Oscars. Eight Oscars. Was this movie was nominated for. Oh, and only one won. Oh, I was going to ask, like, which one won? A best song, I guess? Yeah. Or? Shallow. But I mean, like, Shallow was like a force this year. Bradley Cooper was snubbed for. Real? for mm-hmm. um, he wasn't even nominated for best director, right? No. Which was crazy because he was eight, eight Oscar nominees, like, nominations, including best picture. Yeah. But it's but not, not di- but it's not directed yeah. and well. And three of them what? are acting. What were the other what were the other films nominated that year for directing? Probably One. some dumb shit. Okay. Probably. Okay. <laughs> Avengers Endgame. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Avengers Endgame came out after. But Martin, have you seen this movie? Yes, I have. <coughs> I think we talked about it once before. Yeah. I I like it a lot. I just disagree mm-hmm. with a certain scene, which if we're okay with spoilers, I'll yeah. share with the class, which is essentially the I like. I talked about the, this with Jeremy before that the scene that where he ultimately does commit suicide. I feel was set up to sort of like subvert expectations earlier on with the story that he had told Lady Gaga about like oh like I tried once before and the thing broke, and that sucked, and so I thought like that was sort of a set up to subvert his second suicide attempt. And it didn't really pay off at the end. It was so like emotional, but I feel just like his death. Uh, I guess I 
didn't I didn't I saw it coming and I was hoping I didn't see it coming sort of thing. But <clears> overall I did really enjoy the film. The music was great and I do agree that Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga's acting was like phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um the ending really fucked me up. Yeah. When he did commit suicide, I was literally sobbing. And well, I didn't know that he was going to do that. I have never seen any of the other stars borns. Um so I didn't know that that was going to happen. And then I kind of felt that it was once he was when they were in the bedroom and they were talking and she was like, "Okay, I'll have like a car come get you." And she gets up to leave to go mm-hmm. to her concert. And he stops her and goes, wait, and then goes, which is a parallel to what he says in the beginning Mm -hmm. of the movie, where he goes, I I just want to get, like, one last look at you or something. And then I was like, oh, no. I said, oh, no. And then, obviously, we see him, like, go through the motions of not only relapsing, but committing suicide. Mm -hmm. And that just really broke my heart. Fully sobbing. I think the weight of his death hit me the hardest. And it happens with this. This happens a lot for me in other films. Not when, like, the character dies, but when, like, the immediately, immediate family that, like, you know is close to them reacts. Yeah. It's always what gets me in films. Like, when his brother finds out mm-hmm. and, the bro- like, that fucked me up. I was, like, sobbing. Like, when he died, I was like, oh, no. And then the brother starts crying and I'm like, no. <laughs> and just starts sobbing. I'm like, ah. What really got me, too, was the dog sitting outside of the i was like oh no (laughs) i was like uh because obviously there's nothing the dog can do to like get in there but you can having the dog just be outside knowing that something's wrong and that's something's going on inside the garage is just heartbreaking oh just uh, i don't know it's so i don't know i think it's beautifully directed and there's some beautiful shots and uh I don't know. It's just amazing to me that Bradley Cooper didn't get nominated or like, I don't, the fact that I didn't even know that he directed this, I just feel like it's not talked about enough because like he did an amazing job. It was in the time because like a lot of people did have him in the top five. Oh, okay. Like I remember then a I lot of people. I just paying attention. Well, I mean like, you but know, like, like you didn't see it back then so you weren't yeah. like as into it but like a lot of people did <laughs> want it to be in the top five and I remember like looking at this list now, which I will read it in a second, there was a huge shocker of who was actually nominated for best director. It which was Human Rights Today, I swear. No, thank God, no. Um, <coughs> yeah, it won best picture. I do not get that. Or no, it didn't win best picture. Sorry, that was freaking Green Book, which was also not nominated here. But anyway, um, the biggest shock was actually nominating a foreign film director, which was Powell Pawlikowski Powell, uh, for Cold War. Which I haven't seen the full movie because I remember starting it and then like it got taken off that streaming service. So I didn't get to finish it. So hopefully I can find it and go back to it. Um, But that one was a very like well-directed movie. So that deserves a nomination there. Black Klansman was also nominated. So you got Spike Lee, which I was in favor of. You got The Favorite with uh, Yorgos Lanthimos, which Favorite was such a huge hit with the Oscar voters. Even though like it won less awards than most people thought it would. Um, you got Roma with Alfonso Coron, which again, that was a weird kind of thing. Cause it got a lot of, a lot of nominations, but very little wins. But that was because that was the first time Netflix was this like huge, uh, kind of competitor in this award circuit. So people were 
weren't afraid to nominate it, but they were afraid of it winning things. And then here's the one where people would have replaced uh, with Bradley Cooper, Vice with uh, Adam McKay. Um, Who did, what else has Adam McKay directed? Step Brothers and The Big Short and uh, the movie you love that was <laughs> The movie we all love. Don't uh, look up. Yeah. Oh, fuck that stupid-ass <laughs> movie. Um, this was the movie he did before, Don't Look Up. And this already was pr- very divisive in itself, <coughs> but it played into an older audience, which definitely at this time, uh, there are many older people in the Academy, so that's why that one got the nomination over Bradley Cooper, which is interesting, though, because you would have thought an older audience would have also voted for Bradley Cooper, especially with the foretelling of a story that they're very familiar with. Um, Does he kill himself every time? I don't I know. Think, I think it is because I remember when I left the theaters with my mom. She was like, "Yeah, I kept like she she wasn't as shocked as I was when we watched that film." Yeah, and she's like, "Yeah, it happened in the last movie as well." So the Barbara Streisand like, one. Yeah, I want to okay. watch that one. I want to watch all of them because uh, uh, Judy. Oh yeah, Judy Garland yeah. is in one of them. Who's Judy Garland? Wizard yeah. of Oz. Yeah, she is what is. Oh Oz. sorry. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, that was a stupid question. Sometimes I just I just don't. You're like, fine. I mean, you know. It, these are all older like yeah. names every once in a while and but yeah so that was a very interesting year at the Oscars and a freaking Grimlock won best picture boo anyway but also the fact that Rami Malek won <laughs> over Bradley Cooper Bradley Cooper that's so crazy fucking so weird. that was not saying that Rami Malek did a bad job yeah. I don't want to um, say he that he did okay I think he, he, it was he easy. did he did fine <laughs> and I think that he did a good job but he was nowhere near Bradley Cooper. Sorry. The thing was, Rami Malek was the heavy favorite going in, and he won. Like, it was, in the voters' eyes, it was simple. Also, the, the like, the absurd, like, momentum this movie had in that time. This is why campaigning matters, because it's all about momentum at the right place in the right time. This one best editing has one of the worst edited scenes yeah. ever. Yeah. Like, it's... You know what I mean? Like, I just, I don't, I don't get it. But anyway, um, this right, is a weird year. I do think Rami Malek definitely, like, the one thing I will say is that he embodied and was able to present himself as Freddie Mercury very, very well. And that's, that is in part also to makeup and hair and uh, wardrobe. But definitely, I in that regards, I do think that he did a great job. I just don't think it's that hard to, you know, portray Freddie Mercury. He's a pretty, I, like, easy easy dude to, like, I mimic. I mean, to do it, well, that's the difference. It's like, like literally you're so, so, many, so many people are, like, Freddie Mercury following or, like, go to cons as Freddie Mercury, and they're doing Freddie Mercury. Like, it's not, like, they're sure. portraying him, too. But, like, that, I think the reason you're feeling that is because the movie also fails to do this, which is portray the more unknown side of him. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, like, you do get his bandmates producing this movie, which is why Sasha Baron Cohen fell out, and that would have been an interesting casting. Way better. Because he also... As Freddie Mercury? Yeah. He also had a rated R version of the film where he was going to play into the darker side that we didn't fully see. Like, his, like, Freddie Mercury's sexuality and stuff. Interesting. Like, he wasn't just going to be bi. Like, you know? Mm -hmm. He He wasn't just going to kiss a guy. Yeah. Like, he wasn't just going to have a girlfriend the whole movie. Yeah. There, there was so many more interesting avenues that he was going with, but the bandmates felt like it was not necessarily disrespectful, but they felt like it wasn't right yeah. to do that. And that's a film I wish we got. Would it have been worse? Maybe, because it might have gone too crazy, but yeah. we, we'll never know, unfortunately. But it's it's like it's 
I feel like it, it, it would have made for an interesting biopic because it's like, yeah. like mm-hmm. oh, yeah, you guys are going to make another one by Sadest. Okay, cool. We will rock. Okay, cool. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. But I think that's also something we see with a lot of biopics is that they do just do everything most people already know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, the thing about biopics, which I feel like people need to explore more, and I understand why they don't, but most of the time people do want to see, like, the more of the behind the scenes, like the mm-hmm. nitty and gritty. What are they doing in their everyday life? Yeah. Like not just their, uh, um, like what they're doing in their career, but who they are as people. Which Give me is another something Rocket Man. I was gonna say Rocket Man does. Rocket Man I is probably seen the Rocket best biopic. Oh, you would like so it. I know that and Elvis. I think. Like, I think of the like recent biopics, and apparently do a better job at that. Yeah. Supposedly, also the Weird Al Yankovic. Bio well, pic. that one's different. It is, but because it does. It's, it's making fun of biopics. But it's making fun of biopics while also being yeah. accurate to his life. So it's like a weird. Yeah. Well, I mean, some of it's not accurate. Yeah, yeah. I, know, no, yeah, I mean, it, th- it gets to a point where it's absurd. Yeah. I've yeah. heard, but like, that's what I'm saying. Like, so that's. I was saying more so like what she was, or like what yeah. they were saying, of like they want something more nitty gritty. Yeah. Whereas the weird Al Yankovic, that I mean, that's more true to him. You know. That's like, right. It, you <laughs> having your biopic yeah. be a parody of a biopic like that's that's so weird out you know yeah which i still need to see that movie uh, is anyone here? I haven't, I haven't seen it's it. on roku channel yeah. but like who's got time <laughs> to go to roku <laughs> who's got a roku anyway um also rami malik didn't just beat bradley cooper he also uh beat out willem dafoe at at attorney's gate which oh wow he's playing wow. Vincent Van Gogh. Wow. Which another di- you want a different biopic? Watch what At Eternity's Game. Fuck, dude. Um Vigo Mortensen for Green Book, another biopic. And Christian Bale, another biopic. Oh, that was for that was for uh, the Dick Cheney for, movie though. Yeah, right? for Vice. That movie was great. Which like a lot of biopics that year. My mom didn't <laughs> know that was Christian Bale because mm-hmm. he looked so identical to Dick Cheney. And when I, I was like, yeah, that's Christian Bale, she's like you're lying. I'm like, I, I'm not. <laughs> you, th- you think they got the actual Dick Cheney for this? Like, yeah. So, we were talking about how Jackson dies in A Star Is Born, mm-hmm. and I googled if he dies the same way in every movie. He always dies at the end, but the manner of his death is different. Okay. So let's leave it at that. I want to sure. be surprised in every movie. Okay. Because I do, I do want to go and watch all of them. Yeah. Especially because they're not all musicals, which is interesting. You have to watch them in... I wouldn't consider this a musical. Well, well like, with a lot of music in it, I guess. Yeah. Sure. Music, music-driven. A musically challenging... It's a, it's a, it's a music story. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you have to watch A Star is Born from That's newest... That's a story about music. Newest to oldest. No. Yeah. No. So you see... The you t- see, like, the, the newest version? Yeah. You see the newest version, and you see, like... What it took from the next one, and then you see what it took from the next one, and then you finally see the basis. Like, do you read the Harry Potter books backwards? Yeah, of course. Okay. <laughs> yes, for the argument, I do. <laughs> anyway, Martin but reads I also, books backwards. I also think that A Star Is Born does a good job at through the writing and the directing and. The acting does such a good job at making you feel like these characters are actually real and like in like actual superstars. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I was I was gonna make the joke that like these are all biopics, but like a Star Wars one just feels like one. <laughs> it does. You know? Like yeah. it, it 
yeah, like it's it, it's not fully a joke because I do mean that too. Yeah. So it's pretty it's pretty cool. Yeah. That's why you know broke my heart too. Yeah. You felt too real. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. Why did you do that? Do that? Do that? Do that? Why did you do that? There you go. That's a different a star before song. There you oh go. Oh my gosh. Anyway, moving Why did you on. Do that? Uh, there's another musically inclined film that I would like to bring up. Well, Martin I mean, hasn't gone. Well, I, I mentioned that for some. Or yeah. Well, that was Jeremy. Well, it was both of us because he said he was going to bring it up. The other only other movie I watched recently. Okay, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's quick because there's not much to say about it. I rewatched Scott Pilgrim, which was fun. Good, dude. Oh. Your your rating was too low. <laughs> your rating was what did too you give low. It? I gave it four and a heart. Oh, okay. Yeah, five star. Film. I thought you were gonna say like two stars or something. Well, no, you gave it a four. What, yeah. what am I tripping? I gave it four. What am I tripping? What am I tripping? What am I tripping? <laughs> what am I tripping? No, Scott Pilgrim's great. I love that movie. Yeah, that movie's swag. The editing's fantastic, and just like everything, it's just a fun movie. No, for sure. I remember like a lot of us saw it like in the theater. And that was one of our first. That like, was hangouts. so fun. I wasn't there for that. I was working. that wasn't one of our first hangouts. That was one of my first with you guys. Well, like once masks were less involved. Yeah, and a, lo- a lot of you also guys like there. with like a bunch of like the people in that. It was kind of different than people we like. It was hung um, out with towards the beginning. I guess it was a conglomerate okay. of both classes. Oh. Okay. Yeah, like tr- the tracks. That's Martin, why. That's why I was very sad. Martin's I wasn't like, there. what the fuck I'm are like, you guys talking no about? Idea, yeah. So like, <laughs> there were certain people because like we would hang out with more so one track than both. Because mm. remember, Martin, we we went to school during COVID. <laughs> oh my god. Which means we were online. Were you talking to him like he wasn't partially online too? <laughs> <laughs> you know what online is? The thing that you're recording on right now. What? <laughs> Um, but no, there was like certain, there was like a good amount of people that I would like so these hang out with towards the beginning. These people we liked, we like, they're called friends. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was saying like some of them didn't turn out to be friends is what I was going Period. Oh. <laughs> um, I want to say about like three of them. But anyway. Yeah. And their names are. No, <laughs> <laughs> Go if watch you know, it you know. <laughs> um, yeah, sure. Well, I don't know. I wasn't involved. But yeah, no they, they they saw the movie anyway. Okay. Um. Oh, for the was it the twentieth anniversary? No, it can't be twenty. Oh, it was, <laughs> it was an like it was an anniversary. Yeah, I think re- it was the tenth. Yeah, they re- they re released it in we theaters, saw it and I was mad that I Dolby. couldn't fucking go. Dolby Atmos. Yes. I was also sad. At, yeah. I, I saw blank, the advertisements blank. and I was like, I can't. Yeah. I want it so badly. Yeah. And I also wanted the vinyl. The reissues, but it didn't work out, man. It got sold out. Damn. But um, yeah. uh, your your letterbox, you were saying like. Uh, the quotes. Like oh you no! You can quote that movie, dude. That's I could quote that movie for forever. I used to. I used to always say the whenever someone would take offense or like would like say something towards me, I'd be like, I'm hurt, wounded even. <laughs> wounded. <laughs> Just nice. like I love, I, love the, I love the bread scene. Bread makes you fat. Mm-hmm. I thought you were gonna continue it. Like bread <laughs> makes you fat. Bread um, makes you fat. I could, eat, I could just eat garlic bread for the rest of my life and get fat. Oh, would I get fat? Bread makes you fat. <laughs> bread makes you fat? <laughs> I thought someone was going to do it with me. but Well, you just once. kept going. You didn't really give anyone <laughs> a Sorry. chance. I just love the movie so much. You were, were once vegan. Now you will be gone. No, vegan. You, were, you, were, you once were vegan. Now you will be vegan. gone. Vegan? Freeze, vegan police. All right, I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't get the scene with the Punisher oh, right. Oh, he'll be done 
real soon. That's a, uh, you know. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. It's oh yeah, girl. I heard the actual <laughs> band yes! perform that. Spoken. So one of the coolest things ever happened. What? There were Brie Larson versions, like the definitive version. It, it is, but I saw Metric, like the actual band, perform it live, and that was pretty yeah. cool. Um, I don't like the way that they perform it, but yeah. I would, yeah, I would either. I, yeah. I, I remember hearing, I'm like, why is this a yeah. cover? And then, like, I found out <gasps> it was like, <laughs> they wrote it. it was the, yeah, I was like, oh, <laughs> oh shit, they wrote it. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Oh, yeah. Um, what Another you, what musically yeah. inclined. I'm going to try that thing again because that was a great segue. Another musically inclined film. That I like, uh, Sing Street. I'm not oh my that. god! Yeah. Oh my it's god! It's on Netflix until January 31st. Dude, we, didn't it. we like used to talk about Sing Street yeah. all the time? Oh my fucking god! I finally rewatched it. Holy shit! They finally put it on a streaming service, not to rent, and now they're taking it away the same month. Dude, I totally forgot about Sing like, Street. It must be expensive. Did you review it? Did you post it on Letterboxd? Yeah, I have it right here. Three movies ago, though. Um. <laughs> Let me just go. I'm going to go to your account. Let me see. But. Oh, my God. <laughs> it is. Okay. So, we're watching this. It is so damn charming. Mm-hmm. But that ending, like, leaves it a little lacking. Like, I yeah, need yeah, a yeah. sequel. Yeah. yeah. Because, like, the ending, for as fun as the movie is, as great as the music is, mm-hmm. like, the ending is a little lackluster. And I just need an in-universe documentary to come out in 20 years about this movie. Like, about the band and people of this movie. Because yeah. I feel like that'd be a great way to not just, like, hey, this is us in 20 years. You're, like, you would play into what the movie kind of sets up. Yeah. And it would play into also the dreams and how the characters are in this film, too. Yeah. Like, it'd just be such a great way to get a legacy sequel. Um this director's like sneaky good. He's also done once. He's also done Begin Again. Um, his name is John Carney. John Marco. Um, John Marco. Very, very fun director. I really like his style. It's always musical, like not musicals, but like, like musically like, yeah. inclined movies. Um, so that's fun. He did Begin Again? Yeah. Interesting. Begin What's again begin once. Again? That's the it's one, with Mark Ruffalo. It's a Mark Ruffalo uh, Kira Knightley movie. Keira you didn't want to watch with me, so I watched by myself. Good movie. <laughs> okay. But I, I will gave, say uh, in Begin it, uh, Again, uh-huh. probably his worst of the films, mm-hmm. but like, it's still good. I gave it, it two. Just, it just takes it down because of two actors in that. James Corden and... Adam, Le- Adam yeah. Levine for Adam me. Levine, yeah. Like, oh, Both okay. of them are not... If they were actually cast by real actors, that movie would be much yeah. better. But anyway... Very good movie. Sing I think Street. you'd like it. Yeah. Um, Martin, I think you'd have fun with it at l- the very least. I'd try it out. Um, Is it on Netflix till the 31st? On, Nef- on Netflix till January 31st. So like what, 10? No, less than eight days. Yeah. Jeez. So please watch it as soon as possible. It's only like an hour 40 as well. Yeah. Okay. And Drive It Like You Stole It will forever be in your head. I saw that movie in high school. Mm-hmm. I, I miss when I used to watch movies like this. Like it was just mm-hmm. the most in, inconvenient ways to on watch movies on my phone. Me too. In a gymnasium <laughs> oh, at school on a free day, just <laughs> headphones in. <laughs> Not even one of headphones in my ear, another headphones in my friend's ear. Fucking blaring kids, and we're just like we're locked in. We're like, holy shit, this is good. Yeah, that's, we, we, were, we just loved it. I'm so glad I saw that movie in high school. Yeah, because like that's one of those movies that you see when you're younger, yeah. and you're like, I don't know. It's just it just captures kid charm yeah and like i 
I think I saw this because I also watched it on my phone for the first time. I think it was a senior in high school when I saw it because it came out in 2016. So I think I saw it in 2017. My like, it's just I don't know. It's it's so weird because it's you're like reminiscing on a childhood you didn't have, but it feels like nostalgia. Yeah. yeah, in man. such a good way, and I yeah. and we didn't even grow up in the eighties mm-hmm. either. But it makes you nostalgic for it too, which is just nice. What's that movie, movie with Vanessa Hutchins where she like joins a band or something? Band Slam. Yeah, that's what I thought that was. What the fuck is Band Slam? <laughs> band Slam. I saw in theaters. You saw Band Slam <laughs> in theaters? Yeah. Um. That's what I thought that movie was when you first showed it. Showed no. me the poster. I said, you "Is know, that Band Slam?" <laughs> this is what Band Slam should have been. Band, this looks gross. <laughs> oh my god, this looks so gross. It, 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 82 <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, check out Sing Street, please. It's yeah. so deserving and so worthy of your time. Do you have it on physical? No, I think I'm going to buy it right now. I need now. it. I, yeah, yeah, I need it. The I steel need book it. case, you know. I remember searching for a steel book. There wasn't. I think that's why I didn't buy it because I was like, no, I, I want like the best version of this movie. Yeah. I just um, forgot about uh <laughs> What's it called? I'm I forgot. I, for- I just yeah. forgot about this movie until yeah. you, I was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. So please watch it. This, this, and like Frank. Yeah, you know what I mean. Feature. Like, like, yeah, yeah. Because like that's how I watch both of those. <laughs> yeah, in the gym. It's in the it's gym. weird because like <laughs> one headphone. With one headphone. Like if you if you watch it, you might not understand, but like it just works. Yeah. 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 Anyway. All right. Is that Thank it on our movies? Mm-hmm. I think All that's right, a well, good stopping point. Yeah, let us know your thoughts on Nepo Babies and <laughs> <laughs> and some movies you've seen recently. You know, just engage with us. Reach us on our socials. Uh, soon tell to us be a in TikTok. the com- Soon to be a TikTok as well. Stay tuned for that. Um, shout out to Adi. Uh, and let us know in the comments what you think. Be sure to leave us five-star ratings. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. And yeah, we'll talk Follow to you later. Follow us on our socials at Next Screen Pod. At Next Screen Pod. I'm sorry, I forgot to say that. Also, we'll be next green pod on TikTok as well too, which is nice. Yes, Ooh. we're able to get that handle. So, yeah, you guys good, can follow good. me at a at a yeah at a movie. Yeah, be sure to <laughs> be, be sure to follow John too. Our very special guest. Um, at a movie. John DeMarco. John J O N D A M A R C O. He doesn't post. Do you know? How to I don't post. You don't gotta follow me. Follow you. You know, if you're on his close friends, you get to see some yeah. story posts. I'll, if you follow me, I will put you on the close friends. There you go. But there you, you have to let him know that you followed him yeah. from, from this episode, yeah. like specifically whatever we title this uh, next green pod, mm-hmm. and also follow next green pod. This offer you, you have to do it all you just to get on his friends, and you have to post this on your story. It's a little yes, Easter egg. Tag us. It's like a little uh, uh, speakeasy uh, secret. <laughs> you know? This offer exists until the heat death of the universe. So make sure, even like ten years from now, <laughs> he'll still add you. As I'm close be even once this dies out, yeah. <laughs> in ten years in from now, ten years from now. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> whatever, whatever. Anyway, thank you guys for watching. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Ha, 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 ha.